0: Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox from Halos in the infield. Have you ever thought of owning your own Amazon store? Amazon is making a killing nowadays. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about people making additional income through Amazon. And that's what we all need to do, especially with the price of gas soaring, food prices on the rise, and the economy taking a fall. So why not make some extra money? So there's this company I know about called Riley Ecom. can help you set your own store up without having to spend hours learning how to run it. They do everything for you. So if anyone is interested in knowing more about owning an Amazon store or has any questions at all, please call Jason at Riley Ecom at 562-455-7154. Tell him that Todd Fox sent you. Once again, that's 562-455-7154. Because who can use some easy money right now and some extra money? I know I can. How about you? Hey, 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 welcome in as Dominique is asking about the intro. <laughs> <laughs> what timing? I'm
1: look, looking at my phone and I'm like... Oh, this is a nice intro. Is this new? Boom, here comes
0: Todd. Here we go. Yeah, it's not the Todd Fox post. <laughs> you know we're show. live now. Yeah, we sure are. Well, uh, this is the Angels recap. I am Todd Fox along with
2: Fernando Mendez, the Lone Star Halo, who's actually the, the Georgia Halo right now.
0: Yes, he will be reporting with a, a screen here soon. He's on the road, he's getting to his destination, and our Catella Chronicles friend.
1: What's up, everybody? Dominic Lorenz in the house. This uh this uh shit fest is over.
0: Yes it is.
1: <laughs> I love the Angels but it's uh, it was uh ooh, not a great 3 days for the boys.
0: Exactly. What do you guys what do you guys think of the season overall? I mean, if you guys could sum it up in a couple words.
1: Ooh, Fernando, you go first. You're in Georgia. I, you, I, you deserve to go first.
2: Yeah, exactly. This place sucks. <laughs> um I <laughs> I, uh, if I can just describe it with just one phrase, it's just the simple fact that the season is defined by two weeks' worth of baseball. That is it. Honestly, when you think about it, if you eliminate the 14-game losing streak and you eliminate the other streak where I think we went like 1-7, mm-hmm. we're talking about a completely different season. We're talking about a potentially playoff angle Like, if they would have went 500 during that stretch of, what, like 20 games there, I think we would have been maybe like three games out of playoff contention, and this Oakland series would have been something completely different. But, um, yeah, it's just a disappointing two weeks of baseball that ruined the rest of
1: the year. I agree. Ooh. For me, I think it's three three words, and it could be like a movie title. A beautiful tragedy.
0: Ooh, I like that.
1: (laughs) Okay. I really – because, you know, everything started off – we've said this a million times. It started off great. Great month of April. Recording in
0: progress. Oh, sorry Uh,
1: Oh, no, you're good. It's been a great – it was a great month of April. Great month of May up until that, you know, losing two of three uh, to Texas or actually getting swept in Texas. Mm -hmm. And then Toronto came to town and the wheels fell off. They never recovered until, what, over the last two and a half weeks where the Angels actually – play decent baseball up in, you know, minus the last 72 hours. So it's very interesting how this season went about. There were incredible high moments. There were incredible low moments. But if that 14-game losing streak was maybe only six, and instead of only getting, what, six wins in the entire month of July, Mm -hmm. maybe it was 12 wins, you could be looking at, I'm not guaranteeing a playoff spot, but at least being competitive through September and October, and playing some meaningful baseball instead of being eliminated with about two and a half weeks to go in the season.
0: True, I think for me it was just a tease, man. Um, we saw that this pitching staff could be so good at times, and uh, even the bullpen, which we you know made fun of last year religiously about the Buttercups and the blow pen, they actually came through for the most part. You know they had their their nicks and bruises here and there, and they they kind of didn't show up on nights, and I get that. But for the most part, you had pretty fantastic pitching all year, and you just figured if just something would come along, they could get on a hot streak and get on a you know. Cause we waited two and a half months, and two and a half months they went on a 1.5 run scored per game streak. So that's what killed the season for me. I th- I thought when they just couldn't score runs, they were getting outstanding pitching. It just no matter what they could what they did, it just didn't work. So for me, I think this is the most frustrating season I've ever watched.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all had playoff visions, right? We were all hoping and thinking this was the year. And not only was it not our year, but to add insult to injury, it was Seattle's year. Mm -hmm. And that makes it worse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We all thought when the brawl happened at the Big A between the two squads, especially between Rendon and Winker, we thought – And I've said this a million times, I texted Todd immediately saying, watch the Angels pull off a 10 game winning streak or like win eight of 10. (laughs) The Angels win three in a row, (laughs) give us that tease, as Todd mentioned, and then drop, I, I don't remember if it was like five of six or four of seven or something along those lines, and they end up going three and seven in a 10 game stretch while Seattle wins what it ended up being 14 or 15 in a row at some point. So yeah. a tale of two seasons could be another phrase for this season. You know, there was two focal points to me. I think that really stood out. I thought the Angels could have turned it around that beginning of June, that three-game series in Philadelphia. The Phillies had just fired Joe Girardi. They were five or six games under five hundred. And I thought, okay, this would be a good time to go beat up a team. Mike Trout's going to play in front of some hometown fans. Let's go do it. Let's try. They go get swept. That wasn't a good look. And then the entire month of July, collectively as a team, they bat 196, 194. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unacceptable. You know, like I said, inconsistencies were the death of this team this year. How many players, truthfully, on both sides of the ball, pitching or hitting, especially hitting, were consistent all season long? Trout, minus the injury. Otani was pretty consistent. And Renhifo? You, Taylor Warner. Real quick. Yeah. Otani was pretty
2: bad offensively to start the year. Remember, I mean, Todd and I were worried the first like month. He was bad. He was struggling with his bat at first. And even his pitching wasn't all that great in April.
1: Yeah, his one start in Houston that everybody talks about April 20th, where he had that you know, Perfector going through six and the angels won and beat that's take two or uh, yeah, took two of three against Houston before coming home. Um, that was the point. I think the first part of the season where we actually said, Hey, maybe the angels might contend this year. They took care of business in Houston convincingly and they were winning games. They shouldn't have been winning like we had seen in years past. Like they had swept Cleveland at home who mm-hmm. is now a playoff team. So it was nice to celebrate those games that we shouldn't have won. And then, you know, as we found out, June and July, we were losing games we should have <laughs> won. And yeah. losing games we should have lost. So it was a perfect storm at that point.
0: Yeah, we we kind of went back and forth as a team. Um, you know, like you said, Seattle, like in the beginning of the season, me and Fernando pr- pretty much said, it's Houston's divisions to lose the Angels could make that next step and get their feet wet in the postseason or they're going to finish third. And we both agreed that, you know, Oakland and Texas were going to take steps back even though Texas made some moves, but they didn't do nothing impressive on pitching-wise. So we figured it was going to come down to either Seattle or the Angels to make the postseason as a wild card. And we were kind of giving the nod, maybe biased aside, to the Angels because we felt that if they could stay healthy, Rendon's redemption, remember all we all, we were – touting that from the start and we, we we just thought that this team was going to make the next move and sadly it, it didn't happen
1: you know what I think was maybe the kiss of death to the angels this season I honestly think it was Rendon's left-handed hitting home run <laughs> I really think it was it was a great moment in that encompass you know the no hitter with Reed Detmers and that was a moment within itself I think that really encapsulated and really put shockwaves through the pitching staff this season. Um, but I wonder if that was the kiss of death because, you know, for the week following the angels were thriving and then boom, it was like, I don't want to say Rendon. Rendon did not disrespect the game by any means. He was just, you know, they're shutting out Tampa Bay. It was a fun moment, but I wonder if the baseball god said, okay, a month and a half is enough. We're going to chop off your legs and enjoy some baseball, you know, go, go, <laughs> go quietly into the winter.
0: Well, think about it but, and it's funny oh go ahead Doug. no go ahead go
2: ahead i, I was gonna say it, it's funny because last year the angels were hovering around 500 the entire year that's that's what they were doing they went two games they lose two games and that's what they were doing they'd lose two they'd win two they'd save 500 i think they hit like 500 like what 20 something times last year
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and the point that I'm trying to make is last year, Todd and I kept saying like, man, this team needs to get in a fight or something, or this team needs Madden to get ejected. This team needs to fire Madden. Like we were just saying like things that the angels needed to do to stir up some, some good juju with the boys to get the team fired up. And it's funny because almost everything that we said last year is what happened this year and none of it fired up the team at all.
0: Yeah. We were no. Dead in May. Yep. Correct. And and then you could go back to Rendon's two biggest hits were from the left side—the left-handed home, home run and the left-handed <laughs> face punch. You know.
1: There you go. <laughs> hey, he gained some fans from that this season. He really did. Even <laughs> though, even if this contract is a bust, that's a that's a top five moment for Anthony Rendon in a <laughs> Halo's uniform.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: how was that not a T-shirt?
0: I don't know. I mean we <laughs> Randy's dropped the ball on that one and also uh if we if we do it we'll get a strike, but uh, anyone else yeah. does it's perfectly fine. I know. Yeah,
2: exactly. Oh, copyright infringements? Never come
1: on, what are those? <laughs> we don't learn about those in college. Please just do whatever you wish.
0: We just draw an A, it's nothing close to even the Angel's A that I have on my hat and we get copyrighted.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And like what? Red
1: Bubble
0: doesn't copyright. I'm like they do for us. Yeah, they sure do. God, they hate (laughs) us.
1: No, there was. I think there was really many kisses of death to the Angel season. We all had high hopes. Mm -hmm. We all thought, oh, everybody was going to be healthy this year. And thinking about it now, in retrospect, now that we're past Game One sixty-two, and there is no tomorrow until February and spring training in Tempe,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um, this was maybe one of the healthiest Angel seasons, and that says a lot. The biggest injuries were Michael Lorenzen's stretch in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Ward was kind of on and off the injury list when he, you know, threw his neck out against the right field padded wall. Jared yeah. Walsh's thoracic syndrome surgery and Mike Trout's mysterious back ailment. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anything else that really. David Fletcher.
4: You. I was going to say Fletcher. Fletcher.
1: There we go. Thank you. Flet- those, but but oh, surely sign- you're here.
4: Hi, yeah. I'm here. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Great timing. Oh. I know, yeah. right? I hate talking about my boy Fletch.
1: <laughs> but, you know, in years past, we've been so used to pitching issues. Like, oh, this guy's down with a forearm strain. This guy's down with shoulder. You know, Lorenzen was really the only person on this pitching staff that had a long term injury that wasn't legitimate 10 days and was back. Maybe you can take out Austin Warren because he busted his nose on a you know batting practice foul ball or something. But he really wasn't a part of this rotation as much as we thought he was going to be this year. So in comparison to last year, 2020, and maybe even 2019, was this maybe one of the healthier Angel squads? It it, you know I think it maybe is a little bit. I know it's a stretch, but it's hard to say.
0: Yeah, I mean you had in terms of pitching, yes. Yeah, you had your um, the, the figures. The one time we take uh, batting practice, Austin Warren gets hit. Uh, <laughs> you know, you had stuff like that. I think that's the, why they don't do it, Todd. Yeah, I mean, like the health. What like he said wasn't the problem. I think I think it was just bad coaching this year. Really set us back. Um, you know, bad in-game adjustments. You saw other teams that would switch their their their. Uh, you know, the way they would hit or attack our pitching uh, midway through. Uh, us, we were just sitting there like, well, we're swinging for the fences all night tonight. I don't care if we're down two runs. where We don't need a manufacturer. And I think that's what what killed us with Madden, and it kind of carried over with Nevin. Like, uh, I, you know, with the Nevin news today, I like that Nevin's around because the pitchers absolutely adore him. But my thing is, what's he going to do with, the, with the, the lineup? What's he going to do with in-game decisions? That's where I'm worried about. I think that's what killed us.
2: You know, for starters – I yeah I'm gonna pull a Levar ball and say I told you so. And second of all, I I gave you you credit.
0: I gave you credit on the post game, just for the record. I did. Okay, I I, I did did. not get to listen. He did. I bear witness.
2: I heard it. I heard it. Okay, give you credit. Yeah. I did not get to listen to the post game. uh, You know, because of the uh, the the shit show here in Georgia. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, I don't hate Phil Nevin sticking around. I mean, realistically. I think all Angels fans, once they're really honest with themselves, kind of saw that coming. I mean, what's the alternative? You know, you're having a potential ownership change if somebody buys the team. I would assume this is the off season where we get that news. You know, Perry's obviously going to have to rebuild with, with most likely what little money he's going to get to work with here. Um, so, yeah, I think Phil Nevin was kind of the automatic answer.
1: Yeah, I think when especially with the whole news about ownership changing and the sell of the team potentially and all of that, just just that, why as a GM would you want to add to the problem and now have to go through a coaching change? And what manager would want to come into this? You know, you got Trout, you got Otani, you got a, a decent roster that you can play with. That's good. But the turmoil that's going on behind the scenes for me as a manager, I would not want to start my tenure with the angels like that. So Phil's already dealt with it. He's been on the hot seat. He's been under pressure. So he's kind of gone through the growing pains, as you say, as a rookie manager, Mm -hmm. just in a different way. So I like the one year deal. We already know that we got to all be honest with ourselves. And, you know, since Willie hasn't talked that much, I'm going to kind of turn this to her if you guys (laughs) don't mind. Let's be real. Um, We all need to sit down and accept the fact that Matt Wise is probably still going to be the Angels pitching coach next year. With the positives that we saw from the Angels staff this year, and it's been one of the better Angels pitching staffs as a whole, I would say in the last five to seven years, maybe since the divisional run in 2014, Uh, Matt Wise kept his job. Regardless of how much work he really put in or didn't, the pitchers responded and made him look good. So I think Nevin and Wise are safe, but I thoroughly enjoyed Todd's rant today on the hitting side of things. And I know Todd will probably get into that. But based on Phil Nevin and coaching staff, Swilly, what's your take on where the Angels are going to go now that game 162 is over?
4: thank god right we made it everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have
3: we a dream
4: <laughs> <dishes to> <laughs> we made it uh yeah i, I didn't want to interrupt the flow of your guys' convo so i just decided to you know see where the conversation was going but um just really quick thanks for having me on i'm excited to talk baseball um so yeah uh i think when it comes to nevin i think dom i think you uh hit it right on the head i think that it's because of the potential selling i think that's why he's not going anywhere uh i know like you guys mentioned as well he is very liked among the roster uh he's very liked um as far as i know like in the front office so you know i think that yeah getting rid of him with the potential of an with the potential of a sale it's just it, it's another obstacle. So I think that's why, why they rehire, they re-signed them or whatever. Um, I also think that Matt wise, I mean, one of the things that I have written down is that our pitching this year was so much better um, despite what our record showed. So I like him staying as well. Uh, but yeah, I think it's has to do with ownership. But Poten- I keep having to say potential ownership because we don't know. Right. But Potential yeah, yeah. we know what you chain. mean we know what but, you mean. right yeah so I, I i think that's why he's staying i also i mean you guys know the angels love their local guys and phil nevin is a local guy so yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i th- i think nevin is is in uh was was in a screwed up position you know like uh yeah. he was he was given um not sort of sort of just everything was just messed up in an array and i think the Manassian brought him on as a potential manager for the future anyway um, but the thing was mm-hmm. now you, you got to give them at least a year from what they're going to do. And, and, uh, you know, like, like you said, Swilly, I mean, it's perfect. You know, he's the in-between till we get the ownership and let's just face it. Right. Even if they find an owner, it's going to take a good solid amount of time to get that sell through. Cause $2.5 billion is a lot of paperwork and, yeah. um, it's going to take a, a yeah. minute and, um, you know, and this is good for Nevin because now it's like, Hey, he's going to put his whole hundred percent in it. And um, it's either a win or you lose your job. You know, you, you've got a. Yeah. you could get an extension halfway through if the Angels are 10 games up at, uh, at the uh, All-Star break, or you can get fired uh, if you're 10 games below at the uh, All-Star break. So yes. it's a make it or break it for him.
1: It gives a little wiggle room yeah, for the does. Angels, <laughs> I think, especially for Perry who we thought was on the hot seat coming into this year with all the moves that he made. And let's be real. Let's take a look for a moment at all the moves Manassi made this offseason. Noah Syndergaard. It didn't it wasn't bad for the Angels. They just traded him. Okay. Uh Aaron Loop. Was it on a on a scale of A to F in school, was it an s c no. plus. Oh, you know. <laughs> That's um, generous. Ryan Tapera. Uh, borderline as well, very basic. Um Squiddy Pooh. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> a plus 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 plus. Like out of all the additions, out of all the additions Perry Manassian made this offseason, what was the best move? I think that's a roundtable discussion we could have right now. Um I I think is Cinderguard the default, even though he got traded? Mm. It, you know, okay. it's, it, Can I take this one? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh,
2: I think it's signing Michael Lorenzen in a one-year deal and taking a shot on him as a starting pitcher. Michael Lorenzen never really got that opportunity with the Reds. Sure, 2015, he got a couple of stars, but he never fully got the keys to the kingdom. Perry Munozian, you know, rolled the dice and proved that, hey, you know what? Michael Lorenzen does have the tools to potentially be – a number five in the rotation i don't think he will ever be a dominant front end of the rotation type guy but Mike lorenzen did not embarrass himself this year and neither did perry Menazian in signing him honestly i think lorenzen is at the point where a lot of angels fans would be like yeah i'll take him back
4: i
1: agree completely lorenzen was going to beat my answer as well to be honest um to to put Lorenzen in perspective, and I I, I can see that I think it's it's Syndergaard or Lorenzen, I think depending yeah. on how you value you know an ace against a back end of the rotation starter. So I think it just varies. Uh, mm-hmm. Lorenzen he did have the shoulder strain that kept him out for about a month and a half. So throw that into the equation here. 18 games, eight and six, a four two four ERA. He pitched a total of 97 and two thirds innings. He did have 85 strikeouts and a WHIP of one point two. Eight, um, mm-hmm. you know, split his splits. Actually, I was actually impressed with April, two and one with a two nine three. May three and one with a three point three one. June was his worst month in July because he was battling the shoulder and wouldn't say anything. I believe um, he combined in June and July went one and four, and in June he was a six seven five era. July that one bad game that Todd and I did the live. Telecast where he gave up eight (laughs) runs within two innings. Um, But then September he was 2-0 with the 3.05 ERA. And then last night he shoved six innings. So if you take away that one bad start against the Astros in July, I'm pretty sure his ERA goes from 4.24 to maybe upper threes. Mm -hmm. So is he worth it? In my opinion, a two year, 10 year, uh, pardon me, a two year, $10 million deal. I think that's favorable, mm-hmm. cheap in a good way because he's willing to stay home. I don't think he wants to go back somewhere else and hit the market again. I think that gives you a, a nice fifth starter. And the real question is, I think that everybody's I, – I was looking in the chat already on Instagram. People are asking, should we re-sign in the offseason if he's out of Philly? He loved being here. You know, I, I know – I say yes, but <laughs> – I'm a, big,
4: I'm a big Syndergaard fan, and I think next year, I think next season he's really going to do better, and I only say that because this past season was him coming off of his Tommy John surgery, and he was a completely different pitcher than he was three years ago, right? He's not, you know, shoving 100-mile-per-hour fastballs anymore. Yeah. He's been trying to figure his, for lack of a better term, he's trying to figure his shit out. He's trying to figure out what, to, yeah. what type of pitcher he
1: is. So he I think this upcoming season pitch. he's
4: going to do even better, to be honest. For so I would love to sign him. I am a big Cindergard fan.
1: What does I agree? But what like. does Lorenzen and Cindergard have in common? I, I want to see if you guys are thinking on the same wavelength. I am. Anybody? What do they have in common?
0: They both have long hair.
1: <laughs> they both have gr- a great but head of hair.
0: Besides <laughs>
1: physique
4: of hair and muscle <laughs> that we all aspire yeah. to have. Cindergard's um, not local, is he?
3: No, no,
2: no. no.
4: Right? Okay. Lorenzen me- is though. I
2: believe me. he's from Texas.
4: Yes, yeah. you're right. It's Texas. You're right.
1: For me, they have two qualities that I love in pitchers, especially with this Angel staff. Veterans. They have they have ganas. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the extra credit bonus point. So Fernando's winning right now. Okay, he got the extra, <laughs> okay. he got the extra credit. Uh, veteranship, especially with the young pitching staff, I love it, and they eat a bunch of innings. They go deep into games, six plus innings nearly every start. That is great not only for the Angels because we're so used to, oh, four innings, change the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they go deep in the games and in those games where they go deep, it's a quality start. Syndergaard most of the time, even though he was picking up some losses, he went seven innings, only gave up three runs. If the Angels had a decent offense this year, you're telling me with this offense that had Trout, Otani, Ward, Walsh, Rendon, all went healthy, couldn't have scored four runs in seven innings to pick a pitcher up. Like look at Otani today, shoves five innings, had a perfector through four, and gets the loss because mm-hmm. the Angels scored, you know, no runs while he's on the mound.
0: Ace was right. There's another. There's another uh, coincidence, or at least a thing that they got in common. That's uh, they have the same agent. Oh. Really? Wow. Yeah, they Ooh. do.
1: So, Who is that agent?
0: Good question, though. I don't have that information, but that's what Okay, hop mm-hmm. can...
1: to the Google train.
0: Exactly. Yes,
3: yeah, are you looking up pretty you, uh... Let's
1: see. Who yeah. is Noah Sindergaard's agent? And if you well, guys... look
2: that up, I'll <laughs> say this about Noah Sindergaard: I would gladly take him back, but unfortunately, I don't think he's a $20 million a year guy if we're talking about bringing Thor back for you know thirteen to fifteen a year for you know two or three years perhaps, but I mean I think we all have to admit he's not a twenty million guy anymore.
1: No, no, I I can agree with that one hundred percent. He's not a hundred, not a hundred million dollar man. Well, that too, but he's not twenty million. Yeah. Is he? Is he ten to fifteen?
0: Mm, somewhere around there.
1: Maybe like like. I like ten. Is like the Rysell Iglesias deal too much? The four for 58 is that too much for like a guard or is he too old for four years? Is he more like a three year deal? I like, yeah, two. I'm, I'm two, I, I like two with the third option. Yeah, options yeah, are very I mean, popular. Look at Carlos Correa, everybody thinks he's jumping ship to the Angels just because he you know patted Otani on the back saying he's the
0: best. No. <laughs> yeah, I I got don't shortstop. I don't know about that. I look. I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you guys this. When we move forward here with the pitching staff, this is how it looks on paper. We already know there's four guys coming. We're gonna have a six-man uh, rotation. What we're talking about here is somehow, some way, if we lock up uh, Loki and, and Thor, that's gonna give you a rotation: Loki, Thor, uh, Sandoval, Otani, Suarez, and Detmirs. Is that good enough to rerun again, like they say in basketball, run it back? Or do we say, hey, you know what? We'll keep Lorenzen in the bullpen. Um, And those last two spots, we got a bunch of rookies coming up. Do we give them a shot? What do you think the Angels do?
4: I don't know. That rotation sounds kind of nice to me. I mean, one of the big things that I have on my notes um, is just how much Sandy Detmers and Suarez impressed me this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would like to see them gel again. Uh, in our rotation. So I think it sounds great personally. And I think that's three righties and three lefties. Am I wrong?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That would give you a nice split for six guys. Yeah. You know, I think the young pitching staff that we have at the minor league level still needs a little more development. We saw some positivity from Chase Silsett this year. But I think command was still his problem, and he was fresh out of college. Give the guy a chance, and he he did extremely well with A Rocket City this year. Give him some time with some more closer big league bats at the A level and start, like, next year. And I could see Soul Seth maybe making an impact. Um, if the Angels enter spring training next year and enter opening day with the same rotation as this year, I wouldn't say no. The only thing I'm still questioning, and he started to prove me wrong in September – Is the length that Suarez can provide, you know, normally he's a four and two thirds to five and a third type pitcher. And recently he was starting to get over the hump and legitimately go six to seven innings, which was nice to see. So if he can keep that up and at least do minimum of six innings, then I can consider him as more of a lock in this rotation. I think he's 80% of a lock, 85% of a lock. But just that one little piece of the puzzle, I think, makes Suarez even more dangerous, um, you know, moving forward.
2: But well, Here's the issue with Suarez. And the thing that is maybe scaring me a little bit about him, we're going to have a pitch clock next year. Suarez is very good when he has a good tempo. But that's yep. the thing. With the pitch clock, he's going to have to readjust. Did he see the pitch clock in the minors? I believe he did. And they use it in spring training this year, right?
1: I, I think I they think did they, I thought they did in the B games But not the major games I could be wrong okay. But I'm not sure what the case may be But you know That is the situation You heard Matt Wise talking about Shohei Otani be, be, being very slow
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yes Shohei
2: Otani His problem is the fact that He shakes off like 10 to 15 pitches. Yeah. Is no joke That's the what happens We have an, an arsenal,
1: arsenal.
2: <laughs> Exactly yeah, um, the guy doesn't have an arsenal. The guy has a freaking uh, a uh, He has a yeah. He
1: <laughs> has a litany of things that yeah. he needs to do. Yeah, you know, you know the big. I think there's some people are commenting on Instagram as I'm kind of dueling between the Zoom and here. Um, two people that haven't been mentioned much this year that could play a factor. I don't think as much in the starting rotation. I think it's more bullpen. Uh, Chris Rodriguez. And Griffin Canning. Two uh-huh. guys that were injured all season long. And that Canning has been a starter. Rodriguez partially a starter, more so out of the pen. I like Rodriguez more out of the pen. Um, They could make some noise, but they haven't really pitched. Can I don't think they're going to – they might get looks, but I don't think they're going to be trusted, especially after this year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, they might make some noise, but chances are they're going to stay in the silent film category like they've been in the last couple of years. You know, I liked Griffin Canning. What I saw from him in what year was it? 2018 when he made his uh, debut against the Blue Jays? Was that 18? Or was I think it, yeah, it 18.
1: Because 18. 18 and 19, he pitched the most. And then 20, he got hurt last year. I think he had like, what, one game or something that was hurt again. Like, it was very <laughs> brief. Yeah,
2: it's. It's upsetting. I mean, he he was, what, a a second-round pick for us. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the potential's always been there for him. You know, I've seen some good stuff out of him, but his thing has always been help, and it's been the same thing with Chris Rodriguez. Chris Rodriguez, we saw him when he uh, got a chance at the Major League level when he was coming out of the bullpen. Did great. Got hurt. And that's the unfortunate thing, man, especially with Chris Rodriguez dealing with back issues. I mean, back issues – are you know crippling things for you know everyday people? How Let dare alone- you! Mike
1: Trout was just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Trout yeah. is just fine, Mister Forty Home Run Man. Jeez. Yeah,
2: uh, Han Solo. Uh, Han solo yeah. the back hurts from carrying the organization on his back the last ten years.
1: Do we have Fernando with you being the Mister Han Solo man of the group? Do you have the official number of how many solo home runs Trout had, or do I need to research that? Man, that's that's something I'll have to I might look need to do point. a deep dive.
4: Well, if you yeah, just look at his home runs, the RBIs, he had 40 home runs and 80 RBIs this year.
1: I'm going to guess if there's an oh. over under, I'm going to guess twenty, twenty four 24 of his 40 home runs were solos. Yeah, it's going to be
2: something like
1: that. I I might have to do a little deep dive at some point. We're talking I'm going to have a shot on
0: this one. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. how many solo home solos. runs he had this year?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you have what 40 home runs and he he cracked what 80 RBIs? That's what I yeah. just said. That
4: yeah. that yeah, alone. I, I
0: mean, you, you again, that's that's what I was saying. You know how they say if it ain't broken don't fix it. What's well, the opposite? You had it and, and, and I talked to Fernando the other day and Fernando was telling me, "Well, yeah, the logic between the Angels and them starting him at the two spot is the fact that he can get more at bats." I see that, but when you're you have a power hitter, I've said it all year, you're not gonna put Aaron Judge at number two. You have him at a traditional three or four. And if we yeah, have Aaron Judge
4: is leading off. He leads off.
0: He leads it's off.
4: The, he leads He's off. It's off just the way the that season. people are building rosters nowadays. They put their top two guys one, two, regardless of if they're not power like the contact, old days
1: where it was your big hitter was three and four. Which I still
4: NFL. like that. Maybe I'm old school. I don't know. I but, do too. That yeah, was Aaron Judge leads off.
0: Well, that was, that was my point. See, that shows you how much I'm not following the Yankees because yeah. I, I just, look, I figured he was hitting like 3-4 like every other uh, power hitter in the league. I just don't understand the fact the, wh- why we need to do that because I've always felt that if the Angels could have put two guys ahead of him that could have got on base, let's just say the the Ward of September and the Renifo of the second half were 1-2 and two all year for the Angels hitting that way, there's no doubt Trout would have about 120, 130 RBIs. Uh, you know, uh, the same thing with Otani. But these guys were hitting – they were the Han Solos of baseball. That's all they could do. Here's a
1: theory. I just thought about this. I want This could be a theory why you have more power hitters in the leadoff spot. As an opposing pitcher, pitching to these guys, pitching to Trout, pitching to Judge, pitching to Ronald Acuna Jr., most of the time that first at-bat of the game, you're getting a feel for your fastball only. You're not going to go start diving into your breaking ball first pitch of the game slider. So you're trying to take advantage of a pitcher laying back in the first inning trying to establish the stuff. So what's Judge going to do? He's going to rip a fastball first, second pitch of the game into the seats. And as the Yankee fans say, it's judgment day. You know, he gets a 62 shot, you know? So I could see maybe that's why you get more power hitters up top. But this could transition into a big question moving forward. Again, as with the asterisk, when the Angels are healthy and depending on the direction of the team this offseason with free agent signing, what could a potential batting order be like a, a true balanced lineup with the Angels? Because in my opinion, there's the Angels need to make three moves this offseason. Get a starting pitcher, a bona fide one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Get somebody who's a, a very good uh, bullpen piece to really shore up that bullpen, just in case if Loop and Tapera have you know their herky jerky moments, and and I'm sorry, get a bona fide outfielder, Joe. We we can't keep doing this. If you want to keep Joe Adell as your fourth outfielder bench guy, cool, fine, whatever. I, I you get a dub for the day, but if you can make those three moves, and with the Angels' money, they had about 86 million dollars of payroll to roll with this offseason. They just doled out 30 million of it to Shohei Ohtani. So the Angels have about 50 to 55, 56 million, unless they go over the tax, which they won't unless we get a new owner to play with. Can the Angels hit those three spots? I think they can. To me, it's Renhefo leading off because I don't think the Angels are going to get a shortstop. You're not going to go get a shortstop after a season Renhefo did, and because Renhefo's not a bench piece anymore, he established that this year regardless if he has a productive year or like we said with Jared Walsh, Oh, a great 2021 season. And then he dropped off in 2022, regardless of how that goes, the angels are going to give the same faith to Renhifo than they did Walsh last season slash this season. So I think RenHefo, Trout, Otani, Ward in the four hole, Rendon in the five hole, Walsh in the six hole, that left fielder in the seventh hole, catcher, Stassi slash Dice slash Ohoppy, and then Fletcher is your nine-hole second baseman.
0: And I'd don't try. don't forget to throw Soto in there. He could steal a spot right. if if he has a good spring. Uh, he could steal a spot. I I really like his at bats. He he. You could tell that Reed and Sorrento haven't gotten to him yet. Would,
1: would, I wonder, would the Angels entertain the op- option, and with the Angels, you know, anything's possible, mm-hmm. uh, of if Soto truly indeed impresses and they think he is the guy, would they be willing to have hifo learn how to play left field? He knows how to play right, and or could Ward go to left? Could they play that jigsaw puzzle game and avoid spending money on a big free agent <laughs> left fielder?
0: You just well, answered your question. Time. You just answered your question. The moment you said avoid spending money, it's like, oh, they're going right. to do it. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's
1: like, that
4: sounds terribly possible.
0: <laughs> I
1: sound like I need it. We, I, hey, we have been through 162 games. We sure have, and they've we, we <laughs> been great. Do we need to go to uh, – that was like a I think I need to check myself in a rehab moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where we're at in the season right now. <laughs> But the true, way that
4: you came up with that, it just it was – Hey, brutal. it's like 19 – And it's people. so
1: possible. Hey, it's like 20 people in a pool and one person has the floaty. That That's right. To me,
4: there you go. That's <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, another surprise or well, something that wouldn't surprise me is if somehow <laughs> Suzuki found his way back on the field. And even though he went through the oh, retirement, I mean,
1: Ooh. anything hey, – is- he coached today. He managed the Angels that latter third of the game. And guess what? <laughs> They scored two runs for him and gave none to Phil Nevin.
0: There you go. <laughs> Wrong catcher at the helm.
1: Oh man. Yeah it, it it truly is a perplexing question.
0: Like even
1: though I shot myself in the foot by saying what I said, with the Angels being a jigsaw puzzle, you know I'm I'm gonna try to look up here who are free agent outfielders that they could spend money on, but this would be. You know, I thought the Angels did pretty good in spending money this past offseason with the exclusion of focusing on the depth of this team. You know, we we, we took Squiddy Poo over, you know, somebody else.
0: Um, uh, one of the comments I want to say real quick. uh Armani, Armani said Soto and Renifo need to be bench pieces. If those guys are bench pieces, let's just say they went out and got a free agent second baseman or a shortstop to be their number one guy to go along with Fletcher. If those dudes are on the bench – like Fernando said before, if you got comparable hitters like that on the bench, this team could be scary.
4: Yeah, yeah but like they, I said, you you're only have to get like a, a Carlos Correa. I, 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 in my opinion, if you're going to go for the depth route, sure, bench, sit, sit them on the bench. That's fine. But then you better get somebody better than them. Mm-hmm. And who is better than them that we can afford right now? Somebody that's in their, you know, mid thirties, maybe I would like give I'm you looking at this. I'm looking at these free agents especially yeah. for outfield and it's like, okay, the only one that I could really maybe see would be like a JD Martinez 35. Like we don't have the money to spend.
1: And he's a strictly DH guy in Boston and Otani plays You're that right. role perfectly. Yeah,
4: um,
2: you're right.
0: He is. I, I would – look, the only guy I would actually send to the – send those two guys to the bench for would be if somehow we were able to pull Otani and pull Trey Turner. That would be the only guy. Uh, Danzy Sponson, yeah. all those other guys. No, nah, forget it. But if somehow, some way, Turner fell to us at a decent, not over-the-top price, I'd be like, look, I love you, Renifo, but you got you to gotta work your way back onto the field. And I'd say the same thing to Soto. I really would. Well, agree. the
1: Angels do have a – plethora of depth in the farm system when it comes to Mm shortstops. They have Renhifo at the top, Major League level. Soto, clearly Major League, he looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. You got Kyron Parrish, you got Jeremiah Jackson, you got Zach Neto now. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's more down in the high A, low A level in in Tri-City and Inland Empire. So I wonder if it becomes the case that hey, if the Angels go out and get a shortstop, do they feel comfortable enough for Soto as a bench piece and use Renhifo in a trade? The Angels haven't traded much you know, that benefits them. They've been trading the last two years as a benefit to other teams, the Cinderguards, the Marshes, the, the, the Rysel Iglesias. Um, the Angels really haven't busted out a trade that benefited them probably since they picked up Justin Upton, what, four or five years ago?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: So could you use Renhifo as a trade chip? If the price is right, I wonder what you could get for a Ren Hifo and a pitcher. And well,
0: they were going to get a decent return for him when he wasn't proven yet. So the Dodgers saw something in him years ago, a couple of years ago, and didn't, you know, the Angels, you know, we all know already nixed that one. But, and you know, his, yeah. his value is probably as high as it's going to be right now. And uh, I would yeah. even throw in, if you're going to sweeten a deal and maybe get another player back or a better impact player, throw a Griffin Canning in there. Why not?
1: yeah or uh, if you want an MLB player ready, hopefully fans don't come at me right now, but let's say it's a deal that you get somebody in exchange for Renhifo and Suarez.
0: Suarez ooh,
1: I know that's a I know that's a tough There's one. A I'm not game. saying I do it, but or a package of Renhifo Adele for something. You know, I think the angels because they had Renhifo play well and you have some other glimpses of pieces play you could start fielding some calls. I'm not saying do it, but field a call. The only left fielder on the free agent list, I know Swilly said J.D. Martinez, um, the only person I kind of like, cause there, it's just it's, it's few and far between out there in the left field position, mm-hmm. would be Andrew Benatendi. Yep. Slap hitter, left fielder, speedster, top of the order, or bottom of the order if you want to lengthen things up a little bit. In center field, Judge, he ain't coming to us. No. Brandon and Moe? No. no. Kiermaier? No. Lorenzo Cain? Probably going to retire. No, 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 no. Let's go to right field. No, 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 and no. So pretty much it's Ben or Bust in left field unless you pull off a trade.
0: And Ben wouldn't come at a high price. And like you said, we've been wanting a hitter to be like that, a kind of slap the ball, put the ball in play, limit the strikeouts. That's what we've needed, and, and and you put that core five together with players like that around them. That's going to drive up the RBIs, put pressure on the uh, on the uh, opposing pitcher, and for the love of God, get Patrick O'Neill to stop saying we need a home run here. Yeah, <laughs> please.
1: Oh, speaking of Patrick O'Neill, I, honestly, I'm not going to fault the guy too much. He doesn't have that much play-by-play experience, and from one play-by-play guy to another, he wasn't god awful. He wasn't amazing, but. I wasn't digging him busting the gut and basically pulling out a nut for Steven Vogt's home run today. <laughs> I'm like, this hey, guy I'm, isn't it was over. was Steven Vogt's final game of his career. Like I dig it. Like, I think there's a way you could have done it, but I, I was like doing a couple things and I heard it. I'm like, Oh, did you know, did Stassi get a home run miraculously? And I look and <laughs> Oakland's like pounding. I'm like, Stephen Voigt, why the hell did Patrick O'Neill just bust a nut over this? I get it's his last game, but he was like, oh my God, it's gone. Oh my, like if it was game seven of the World Series, I'm like, dude, just say, wow, what a moment. That was incredible. But like, he was busting a nut. I was like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, he should have been like, he should have been like, what a moment for Oakland. That's great. All right, next up, because like for me, it's like, I'm sitting there like, okay, Stephen Voigt, what has he done in his career? Oh yeah, I remember when he, no. Uh, Oh, that big home run, no. Oh, that play. No. See, so in 2014, he did hit a really
2: big home run against uh, was it the Tigers. No, okay, but. was
1: eight years ago. <sighs> yeah. And, oh, I'm sorry. Am I still alive? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yawn fest. <laughs> no, but hey, okay. No, and this is nothing against Stephen Vo. Good for him in his career. He had yeah. a home his last at-bat. I'm just like, you were at a 10, Patrick O'Neill. Bring it down to like a five.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was it for Great me. moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I agree. Yeah, But sidebar, Ben Attendee this year, 304 average with 51 runs batted in.
0: Yeah, that's all you I'll need. Take it. I'll take it.
4: That sounds great. How, uh, many, sto-
0: how many stolen bases? Because that's a key, too. this team, This team needs to run more next year, too. That's a, That's the thing that I want to key in on. We have the speed, and we didn't use it. Uh, this eight team-
1: stolen, he had eight stolen bases between the Royals and the Yankees. He had an on-base percentage of uh, 387 with the Royals, 331 with the Yankees. His slugging percentage, shockingly, went up in New York. Oh, I wonder why. They have a 312 wall in right field for a lefty. Um, But he batted better with the Royals, 320, and only 254 with the Yankees. So interesting numbers, um, split numbers for him. But will you take a 304 average? Absolutely. Absolutely. Over Adele's 220, what, 221? Wait, 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 wait. How many strikeouts does he have? Ooh, great question. Strikeouts. If you said um, below 100, you'd be correct. The total is 77. That's great. And he walked 52 times. How many? 52 walks to 77 strikeouts.
4: Okay. I like it.
1: He was... Eight of ten in stolen bases, so an eighty percent. Now, why, you know, with the Yankees, why would you steal a base when you have Aaron Judge, Stanton Rizzo? I get why. Mm -hmm. And probably that would be the same situation with the Angels. If Ben attendees leading off, why is he gonna try to steal with Trout, Otani, Rendon, Ward Walsh?
0: So But the but the speed aspect also comes into play on hit and runs and also comes into play if Otani rips one down the line, he's gonna score from first to home. So mm, you kind of need that speed on the top and that's where I think the Angels were were missing that because they just didn't have enough guys getting on base ahead of these dudes, you know? So I
1: agree 100% of the way. It's it's a very interesting scenario that the Angels are going to play into this off season because the shortstop market is going to be it's it's got some meat in it, but that meat is going to be very high priced. The yes, outfield yes. market is not going to be beefy, but it's going to be cheap. Like mm-hmm. Ben I'd say like Ben like a three for 30, three for $36 million deal, 10 to 12 million a year because he had an upstart year. That's probably going to get him from eight to 9 million to probably 10 to 12. Agreed. And I, I don't know if he's a Boris agent, but, you know, most Yankees are these days, so there you have it.
0: <laughs> well, if he's a Boris dude, I think that's already a strike against us.
1: <laughs> I couldn't find who was Noah Guards. Agent, I don't know why it wasn't coming up, so so it's it, it must not be Boris because you know Boris would have been the first thing up there in a heartbeat,
3: right?
0: That's, That's- do we lose Fernando? He's muted. Oh, he's muted. Okay, yeah, oh,
1: I'm talking too much for him. No, you're
0: <laughs> <laughs> when, when do you guys want to get to some trivia? We could throw some trivia out there if we have to do it now. Let's do it now. Ooh,
1: trivia. Okay, do it now okay. do we get to answer?
0: Uh, well, no, you guys don't, but the fans do. They get to get let's, let's uh give out one of these beautiful, uh, yeah. Anthony Rendon shirts to start off. Uh, so, Ooh, yeah. Is that
1: what he wore during batting practice when he hit the left-handed homer?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's <laughs> the th- thing that that's, jinxed him.
1: <laughs> that's what he was wearing under his little jacket when he punched
0: Winker. There you go. Yes, <laughs> there we go. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so we'll go with that. We'll we'll start with a Rendon shirt. If uh, first one answer it correctly on the uh, the uh, messages here uh, gets the freaking Rendon shirt. So don't everyone try all at once. <laughs> are we
1: are we doing the YouTube chat? Uh, Is that we're we're basing off our
0: Instagram? It's off uh, Instagram and Lula, so it has all, all that combined.
1: Okay, so. so I'm gonna go on Instagram Instagram my phone. And I'm gonna keep eyes and see who who get her done.
0: Okay, so let's go with this. The trivia question is How many home runs did Ken Griffey Jr. finish his career with? First one to get that gets the freaking shirt. (laughs) Non angel questions. A non angel question. I'm not going to go angel questions on this one, so surprise. And if
1: anybody says under, you know, if anybody brings up a stupid answer, it's Ken Griffey. He might not have been (laughs) an angel, but it's Ken Griffey. He's managing, he is going to be Mike Trout's hitting coach at the World Baseball Classic.
0: Oh, right, away, nice. right away right away leaf got it and he's the oh. he's a resident mariner fan so mm. yeah, congratulations congratulations yeah, he
2: likes to talk trash on twitter to me all
1: the time he's <laughs> going to probably burn that rendon jersey for hitting winker
0: he's, <laughs> he's got the he won himself a rendon uh, a rendon shirt so there you go fantastic Leif. send me your information on the Heady page or the other one um on this one and then we have another Rendon shirt. We're going to give away. Yeah. Back Jenna. to back. Back the. <laughs> another Rendon shirt. So let's see who All gets right. the second. your fiance
2: doesn't take it.
0: Yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> She'll throw that shit She's away. She's
2: like a big Rendon head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm going through these real quick. Um, oh, here's a good one. How many Grand Slams did Derek Jeter hit in his career? Oh archive archive this is a good one
1: it's a good one S- speaking of jeter some people think he should uh have some sort of ownership stake in the angels
4: oh yeah because it went so
1: well for the marlins
4: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> are gonna, saying they're gonna get rid of the they're gonna get rid of the big yeah. a
1: a lot of people like, think he should join in the, the group and i'm like interesting choice <laughs> i'm shocked <laughs> but
0: okay you you do you OK, so Leafs disqualified. He commented again. But uh, once you get one win, that's it. So we're not going to give away multiple. But you got the right
3: answer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> EQ gets it now. EQ called E-Q it first. EQ with the win. EQ gets the Rendon shirt. So there you go. Congratulations. Yeah, no, you don't, uh, I actually have a third one. We'll do the last oh one. Oh my god. We... <laughs> it's <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah. I mean, he does play third base. He does
1: play third base. True
0: yeah we'll go we'll go one more because that's the last rendon shirt i have and then uh, we'll go back into commentary and then we'll do some more trivia in a little bit but we're starting off okay. with a rendon shirt since that's the least favorite apparently with everybody <laughs> <laughs> so, I, is
1: nat's fan on
0: uh nat's fan is on yes
1: Ooh. oh okay so speaking, uh, speaking of these trivia questions uh-huh. as we as we wait for the answer and who who gets another rendon shirt um I know I was going to bring this up until we found out Phil Nevin was going to return next year's manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a if the Angels were to go the managerial route and actually search for a manager, I don't know if you guys had anybody in mind. I had one in mind. I think I put in our little internal chat maybe once or twice. I'm really I was going to be really high on MLB Network's Mark DeRosa. Oh, okay. You I did know, say that. We, we talked I know, about that on the chat. Okay, yeah, because I, I he's he's all I've always liked him as an analyst on MLB network. He does his D row deep dives and you know, he would bust the nut for Trout and Otani any day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loves when that happens. But he's gonna be coaching the world baseball classic and I think that's gonna be like his coming out party to managing. And I think again, with the Trout and Otani combination, I think like I said, he would have busted a nut for that one. Yeah, um yeah. you know. That would have been my pick. I don't know if you guys had any other thoughts on who could have managed the Angels, um, but I am going to, like I said, I'm going to love Ken Griffey and Mike Trout in the same dugout for like three weeks. It's going to be amazing.
0: Oh, that's going to be great. Just,
1: can 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 Mike, like Trout, Mike Trout MVP year next year. It's going to be Trout versus Otani.
2: Imagine. I, I like DeRosa, and I was totally for it on the group chat, but every time I see or hear Mark DeRosa's voice, <laughs> I think to the MLB The Show segment where he's like, at about ninety to ninety-five, you see seams. Anything after ninety-five <laughs> is a blur. <laughs> That's what I think every time. Automatically, it's that exact phrase. I'm like,
1: okay, he he could
0: have yo, been yo, the manager. Talk. Can
1: I ask a trivia question?
0: Uh, yes, go ahead, man.
1: All the way from Georgia. I, how I, many how many peaches do you have? Oh, by the Ooh. by the way,
0: real quick, uh, real quick. Uh, uh, e. Q. for uh, forfeited his uh, shirt. He wants to give it to Mateo, so Mateo's got the win on the shirt then.
2: Ah, oh, you don't want the Rendon shirt? Why not? Yeah. He
0: says he has two of them already. Oh.
3: Oh. <laughs> I, I would love don't it.
2: want the shirt.
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So I don't know what Todd's giving out, but this is the trivia question. It's another Rendon. So you guys know another Rendon shirt?
0: Yes. Last one. <laughs> oh.
2: Okay, well, this is a third. This is a question about a third baseman, but it is Angels, really. Okay, you guys know I'm a big a big Yanel Escobar guy. How many hits did Yanel Escobar get in his Angels career?
1: Ooh, he was with the Angels. What? Two years? One year? Two years. Two year career. I, I don't honestly, have
2: the Lula answers though. I don't. I don't, so I I don't can't have the YouTube. answers.
1: I'm. I'm gonna ballpark something. Pop, pop like.
0: me, um, message me the answer real quick, uh, Fernando.
1: Okay. Without before looking I'm it up. The group oh, right I saw right it now. I got it. If that, if that's the answer, <laughs> oh, sorry, I sorry, been... it's the wrong one. It's the wrong one. Okay, the second one. No, okay, there we go. Okay, <laughs> got it. Um, this second. One. I would have been so below. I would have said way below that. <laughs>
0: Honestly, up. Oh, Rob got it. Rob okay. got it at two fifty
2: three. Okay, cool. I, I don't know. know two
0: hundred.
2: Damn. I'll say this. Uh, I, I've definitely talked the nauseum about Yunel Escobar being a super underrated hitter. The guy was a pure hitting talent. Was he an a hole? Yes. Was he a locker room cancer? Yes. <laughs> You know all the intangibles, I mean, but you know, the... the guy can hit. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
1: You know the intangibles in a player. Right. That we all Good look for. person. You know what?
2: To like... my knowledge, he didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, who
2: needs that? I mean, Nobody. Did he hit his sister in a club like yourself? We did know, <laughs> Not to our knowledge. So there you go. You
1: know? <laughs> we don't. Convo- we did don't, he, don't he condone domestic like, violence. Like...
2: No, we don't. That's what I'm saying. We don't. That's oh, what God. I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Wow! Why on earth? Well, that trivia what? question took a dark turn.
2: It, <laughs> it sure <really> did. <laughs> hey, nobody here is
1: condoning
2: physical violence towards male or females.
0: True. 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 That's so. Right. So real quick before we get into one more, we got those three out of the way. Uh, Rob, you get those. Anyone who wins, if you or if you guys forfeit them or whatever, because Leaf is now saying give that shirt to Randy. I don't even think Randy <laughs> wants it, so you're stuck with it, Leaf, for right now. Um, but yeah, anyone <laughs> yes, who wins, like, stuck
3: with it.
0: yeah, message us. But the next thing we're gonna give away, uh, if you guys have a trivia question, I got one, but it's not Angels related. Um, um, but it's uh, this right here. We're gonna give away a United States of America. Oh, Angels I love that one. Yeah, okay. so I have,
1: I have one so I don't need to win.
0: Yeah, there you go. USA all the way. That's sick. Uh, this hat uh, will be given to you if you can get this answer correctly and that is who is the all-time leader with home runs for your Chicago White Sox?
1: My Chicago White Sox. Ooh.
0: Anybody <laughs> Chicago White Sox.
1: I have a clue. Let's oh. see. I don't want to say anything, but that my my guess would be someone who was with the White Sox. I believe was it his whole career, or the majority of his career. I know that totally it, narrowed down the opposite. Wow,
4: I mean, yeah. damn, I know, you know exactly who you're talking about now.
0: Yeah, was well, okay, it former
1: you know, pitcher Matt thought? Latos? No, I'm gonna say is it was it a was it a former? Can I say the position that I think it is? Go ahead,
0: because the answer is already in.
1: Okay, is it Paul Konerko?
0: No, close. Uh, Matt Bedingo guessed that, but it's actually Javier Ortiz with a win. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, the big hurt. Oh, oh yeah. Frank
1: Thomas, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. True, true. Frank Thomas. I don't know how you didn't immediately think about that.
0: Well, congratulations. Uh, we're going to move on, and we'll get back into the uh, trivia in a bit here if you guys want some more topics to uh, to uh, go on, because we have like four or five more things to give away.
1: Fantastic. Oh, So, yeah. So, How was the venting session? How are we all feeling (laughs) (laughs) now that it's officially over?
0: I just want the Dodgers to get eliminated. That's all I care about.
1: Well, you know what we haven't heard tonight? We haven't had Roger Lodge calling yet.
0: Mm -mm. (laughs) His his voice is resting, dude.
1: (laughs) He's got resti- resting, resting, uh, resting voice for the off season when the Angels make those moves. I can
0: only talk so much in this voice, and then it really starts to burn. <laughs> burn like my desire for one John Stamos.
2: Oh, good heavens! Burn uh, like me after a night out with John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> burn like my downstairs region after a night with John Stamos. <laughs> oh, Johnny. <laughs> Remember when you and I first met eyes at the Sizzler? Johnny, be
4: good. Johnny, be good.
2: I should have.
1: Damn, there I got to go.
2: go. I got to get out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no comment. No <laughs> leave me, leave me <laughs> I was hoping
2: Swilly was going to throw in her jo- her brush.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd like to hear her. Do so. it. Do it.
4: I'm good. I need to prepare for next time.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> she's a, she's a, you know, that voice is a, a one night only, a one moment in a lifetime only type. That's voice. correct. And I have to drop it on you guys when you're not ready. So.
3: Yeah. There yeah. You go.
2: It's yeah. gotta be like a, you know, like a WrestleMania one match only type of thing. That's you, you exactly that. right.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Exactly there right. you go. we got to
2: all year. we got to hype it up for the one moment. <laughs> 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 oh my God
0: i love it okay so
2: we've established that shortstop is probably not going to be what's so funny
0: (laughs) (laughs) no just your you just
1: your
2: wi-fi i think your
1: audio made you sound like you were in slow-mo like the best possible way for that joke of roger lodge it worked beautifully
0: oh did it he's like whatever guys Yeah, no, it's good. No, we're we're at the.
1: the, I'm going to put a pause for a quick second. Todd, Swilly, Fernando, listening. I am going to have to pop off of this for a minute because myself and Catella Chronicles were going to be recording a podcast for the Ducks season preview here in a moment. So if you guys, I don't know how long you guys plan on being. You don't need to do. Hey, listen, go Ducks, go fly together. (laughs) sit, King, sit. Sit key, hey, sit. hey hey hey
4: hey
1: <laughs> hey 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 hey, <laughs> all in good fun swilly and i are gonna have a fun hockey season now oh, i can't fun. wait for I'm hockey good. season i can't it's wait so <laughs> it's so great
4: it's so great but i'm gonna ball. have to
1: jet off here because in 14 minutes i have to put on take off the angel hat and put on the duck's hat um but if you guys are around and at uh, still at 9 30 i will be more than willing to jump back on
0: okay that's that uh, probably might... not
1: 9 30
0: <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> pushing not. it bro
1: <laughs> oh, please, you, you know, come on. I'm up till 2 a.m. We could do this all night. There long. you go. <laughs> I'm, but I'm, I'm in w- Atlanta. <laughs> oh, come on. Party till 5 a.m. with us. Let's go. That's right. it's, like co- it's like college days. Study as long as you need. <laughs> <laughs> but I but in, but but with that in mind, I'm going to gracefully bow out here. Um, so we'll just past with, the scheduling. Days. Yeah. True. with the scheduling conflict. But cheers, Todd, Swilly Fernando. It's been a pleasure all season long you doing Angels with you guys. Yeah. it's been fun. We we've we've climbed hell and high water to get to this point. We got Trout forty home runs. We didn't we get did. a ninety loss season. Yes, so we have and some Trout th-
4: three hundred and fifty home runs
1: as mm-hmm. well. Three fifty for Trouty. Otani mm-hmm. was spectacular. Um, we had some moments this year. We had some great moments, and uh, we had some lows. We had some highs, but it was a fantastic to do it together. And, uh, you know, even though Swilly's a Kings fan and, and Fernando's a Coyotes fan, um, oh. stick around for hockey season, folks, because, you know, sports ain't done yet, folks. Exactly.
4: Heck no, it's the best month for sports.
1: Let's enjoy it. But uh, I'm going to bow out tonight. Cheers, you guys. We will be doing stuff soon for off-season Angel coverage. Um, there is no day but today, but the Angels will have to live until tomorrow. There you go. That's the quota that that's going to be my saying to end it here. Beautiful. But uh, cheers, guys! You know the shameless plug. Follow us, Catella Chronicles Twitter and Instagram. There's the shameless plug that I must pull every time. Um, but have a fun night. Enjoy the Instagram live. And uh, what what are before I leave? What are some other uh, giveaways you're giving away? Is there uh, anything spectacular?
0: Well, I need I need to I need to get something really good for these because I got two. I got this angel's hat right here created by Randy. It's the last one of its kind. We wow. gave out most of those this year. It's a trucker hat. We have this beautiful Hawaiian Angels shirt right here. So okay. that's ah, okay. another good one. And then we also have a, looks like a long sleeve. Is this a long sleeve? Uh, yes, it is a long, s- no, it's not a long sleeve. But it's very thick. It'll keep you warm. It's an Angels Patriotic A. And oh. the Coupe de Gras, I've been trying to give this thing away, uh, <laughs> we're trying yeah the the coup de gras is this and i'm i need some recommendations because this can't be some easy question this has to be something big to give away this is a 1996 uh angels tim salmon jersey it's got the big ass ca on the side it's got the american league 125 year logo it's decked out so this oh. is brand spanking new. It's a double X if anybody wants it, but we have to come up with something big to give it away as a finale for our fans.
1: Someone needs to create an Angels fight song. <laughs> and sing it right now. <laughs> you and sing it out. Perform it for us. Perfor- you and need and to we'll yourself. You. you need to write a fight song, record it, and tag Halos in the infield, Catella Chronicles, and Swilly. And we will be your American Idol judges. Love it. There you go. It's,
2: it's going to be Roger Lodge singing the Cerritos High Alma Mater, but an Angels version of it. All right. The fir- first one, the first <laughs> one.
0: The first one to ride their bike down Catella live gets it. There you, know? you
1: go. Oh, geez. Go. Speaking, oh, before I go, more. speaking of bikes, either next week or the week after, there's going to be the Catella Chronicles end of season awards and it's going to be a little bike award a golden bike and you can ride it all the way from angel stadio to honda center and there's about it's <laughs> going to be like the sb <laughs> there's going to be 10 categories of awards to be given out it's like the sbs we're going to probably do something like this an instagram live youtube thingy todd you're invited fernando invited swilly invited yes. um i'll we'll be mm. messaging each other but The awards show, the end of year awards are coming soon, presented by Catella Chronicles.
2: Dude, that's such a great idea. We should do a like a fundraiser donation, like bike ride event. Instead of a 5k, it's a 0.1k.
3: Cross the street with your bike. Oh my goodness. Big A to the
2: pond.
1: Big A to the (laughs) pond. That's all it's about. Perfect. Can you guys legally.
2: Stop traffic to do this event. We have that one aggressive dude. Um, we'll God, make what's it happen. his name? Jeremy Dewitt. Jeremy Dewitt like smacks <laughs> something. The fake cop.
1: There you go. I think we can oh, work something out. out. We could do it. Yeah. We could do it. But all Let's right, guys. Time for ducks hockey. Pleasure, guys. Enjoy the rest of the uh, Instagram live, and uh, we'll talk soon. And live long and go halos. There you go. Have a good right, night. Have a good night, buddy. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Have a good one.
0: All right, there's Dominique right there. So, yeah, if you guys can – you and uh, Swilly can can uh, muster up something difficult for that last one uh, in but order – Or what
4: if I want the jersey?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean I, – You I... have to
4: answer the question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, fine.
0: Fair. Fair. Okay. Well, let me give away the hat real quick. Um, who has the lowest batting average in Major League Baseball history? First one to answer that gets the hat.
3: Joe. Todd? <laughs>
0: Although I will tell you a funny story on why I hate squid and why I can relate to these uh, hitting coaches being so bad in a minute. Remind me.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: So let's see. Uh, Answers are coming in. Uh, They're looking for Swilly's answer. Anthony Gonzalez says Rendon. So no, it's not Rendon. (laughs) Not Renifo. We're talking about baseball. It's not. a. a... Oh, and Grillmaster gets it. The grill master gets it. Chris Davis, formerly known of your Baltimore Orioles.
4: Chris? Oh, what a guy.
0: Yep. The worst batting average? Worst batting average in Major League history with, uh, I guess, How the funny. the bats that uh, got him there or whatever. Yeah. He's 067. Ooh. That's that, terrible. That
2: can't, in a single season?
0: In a single season, yeah. Oh,
2: okay. I was gonna that say was after because... the year
4: that he hit all those home runs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I forget about there. that.
0: They paid him to go away, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so.
4: Yeah, crazy. It was so recent.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell yes. you one my my real quick story though, about yes. when I played travel ball uh, a few years back. I thought I was hot stuff, and and I I got a, the nod to be your number three hitter in the in the lineup, and uh you know I went out there against guys I didn't you know these were this was a more advanced travel ball league. And um I was hitting the, all the pitches before, but these guys were throwing the, you know mid 80s and I hadn't seen that really good fastballs. I had a long swing. I went up there, I was moving my bat too much, uh not lifting my legs, standing straight. Um just all the bad, you know, characteristics of a hitter. And you know, long story short, I struck out my way to the number 9 spot to being really good in the outfield but not taking the hitting you know seriously to where they brought me in for defensive purposes like squiddy poo and i hate squiddy poo because he can he if he changes his stance like Marsh did he'd become a better hitter and it took me 2 years of just failing and almost being kicked off the team for being crappy and striking out which i don't blame wow. him to finally realize i needed to change something up and i began i didn't get my power back but I started to slap the ball in it and think good things happen. So that's why yeah. I get so mad at Squid. This was poo. for a Sunday league. No, this was for a Saturday league. It was a travel ball thing. What's the difference? We, we played. Oh, okay. <laughs>
4: One's on Saturday, and then the other one is on Sunday.
0: Yeah, we usually get two drunk Saturday <laughs> night after a game, so we could rest up on Sunday. That's what. There
3: you is. go. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Fair enough. How good? How good would you say you were at baseball if you were like Ooh. honest with yourself? Yeah. I'm,
0: honest with myself in my peak, uh, I was six three. One, I, 85, I had a lot of upper body strength and I made it to the Pirates, uh, spring training facility. So I played, really? yeah, I played, I played, uh, I, I was a walk on and I was doing good. And then the only thing that got me cut was, uh, not myself, not my play, but, uh, getting a phone call from back home saying, uh, I'm pregnant. I'm like, there goes my career.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, wow, I didn't okay. know that. That's really
3: cool.
0: Yeah, I was pretty decent out of high school. I ain't going hey? to I ain't gonna toot my own horn, but <laughs>
3: okay. I, I
0: was all right. Show me your honks. Yeah, I miss that it. That Needs
2: to be a soundbite that every time you do that, it's the Roger Long, Show me your honks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me your honks. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. So that,
2: that's a different context. That's not okay. <laughs> I, was, I was good enough to get... Two, uh, three major league tryouts. Two was the uh, was with Atlanta. One was with Arizona. My favorites. Like when people find out, they're like, "Oh, how'd it go?" I'm like, "Well, it's so good that now I travel the country killing rats."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you yeah. exterminated so your to... chances at playing.
0: Oh, but um, <laughs> there you go.
2: There you go.
4: Wow, I was so proud of myself because I played college ball, but now I'm. St- I mean, let me just step back for a second.
0: <laughs> hey, I didn't even play
2: college baseball.
0: I didn't either.
4: Oh well, yeah, but but uh, yeah. I mean it's different. Softball, baseball, different. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I in, no, man, softball, in terms of path, in terms of path, it's different. Like I like you go like softball players go get a degree. Baseball players have the chance to go play professional baseball.
2: Yeah, that's true. like in the softball world, like the pinnacle is uh, college softball. You know, for a established school. On, in the, uh, yes. uh Women's world series. Like that's like yes. the mountaintop for, you know, softball. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. That's like, e- like ESPN primetime now, which is amazing. I love mm, seeing yeah. college softball on so many channels and that's, I think, I mean, I'm biased, but it's just so entertaining, I think to a lot of people. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, they don't, they don't show professional softball on TV. It's just not a thing.
0: Which I think it should. I think it should be because I mean, look, I Fernando owns my stance on WNBA. I think college softball or or pro professional softball is way more exciting than the WNBA. Just saying.
4: I'm biased, but I completely agree with you. I mean, it's it's so like, especially comparing it to baseball. It's so much more fast paced. Like these girls are making similar plays, you know, to college baseball players on a smaller field. Though, like, I, I again, I'm extremely biased, but. I, it, it's so fun to watch and I would much rather watch softball.
0: And with the, a, with yeah. a bigger ball, I faced a high school, um, probably one of the best premier softball pitchers back in my day in high school. And, uh, she pitched against us because, you know, she was saying that she could strike a few of us out and we were all laughing at her because mm-hmm. we were a lot more male chauvinist back then. Um, but, uh, uh <laughs> but no, she struck me out, uh, she, on a
4: rise ball or what? No,
0: she had one that, sli- uh, was a slider. Uh, she threw one. That it was just, it was just, man. It like a rise ball. I let it go because it went like you know. She kind of lost the angle on it. Kind of yeah. came in on me. But she threw one that just dipped out of the zone, and I whiffed at it. Nasty. So uh, they got some movement. You know, they're 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 not. I just, mean, you know.
2: Remember Pujols like looking silly against Jenny Finch, like
0: Jenny Finch embarrassed
2: the Oh, hell Jenny Finch Pujols. doesn't f- No. Yeah, and that was like peak Albert Pujols. Like that was like La yeah. Machina Albert Pujols. And he looks
0: silly. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Was that pitcher so local? local?
0: She was did he local. Hear? She was local. Yeah? Yeah.
4: What what was her name?
0: I don't remember. That was don't remember. Oh, 20 okay. years ago. But
4: Okay. No, I was just curious. Because there's a lot I mean, similar to baseball, there's a lot of really good talent that comes out of Southern California for softball. Mm-hmm. And it's such a small world,
0: so I was just curious. Oh, it is. I mean, like when What court- position did you play?
4: I played corners. I mainly I mainly played first though. Um, uh cause I, so I probably would have played third in high school, uh, but I played with two sisters, uh, that went to Oklahoma and Nebraska. So I was not going oh, to yeah, play over them. Space. Uh, so I, I played first in high school and in college. All
2: right. I could see it as a first baseman.
4: Uh, yeah. I can see that for sure. I, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm like five, seven, I have long limbs, so I made it work. I actually really enjoyed it. I liked being involved in a lot of plays. So,
0: that's her. Yeah. Okay. I, I know when yeah. Courtney, I when Courtney came on and she played for our uh, our softball team last year. Dude, she was cranking them because she played college too. So, oh, okay, we, we know you women can hit. That's for damn sure. We
4: we can. It's true. <laughs> Do you guys still play play slow pitch?
0: Uh, we were playing for that tournament, whatever, last year. and It was fun. We uh, Fernando wanted to get a baseball one going this year, but okay. I don't know if we're going to do that or not. We still might try to do softball again, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, I wonder if this time maybe we should do both. Maybe, like, we can do a softball game and a baseball game. Like, there were a lot of people mad last year that we couldn't do a baseball game, but obviously softball is way more inclusive than baseball. Not that women can't play baseball. They obviously can but there's a lot more women who would be afraid to step out to a plate in a baseball for sense sure. than in a softball sense, which is, you know, much more, you know, potential to be co-ed. I just don't want yeah. people to feel excluded. I and mean, then there's some people, you know, men in general, who just don't have the ability to play in baseball because it's such a different game. Softball is just so much more casual, and I feel like it yeah, has more potential it can to be, be fun for everybody. Absolutely. At least slow pitch. We're playing fast fast pitch. I mean, I, I would look like an idiot up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look I don't like remember it.
4: the last time I swung at a sixty mile per hour pitch. It's been a while.
0: Well, the next time we do get a tournament going, you got to come with a Swilly. You got to go. Yeah, for
4: sure. If you guys ever play slow pitch, wanted to. I am. I I play a gross amount of slow pitch, so just let me know and I'm there.
0: You got it. You got. I'm it. still a
2: professional Sunday leaguer when I'm actually in Texas.
4: <laughs> I do play on Sundays, and right now it's tough because of football season. But oh yeah, it is what it is.
0: Well, let's let's get into uh, one of three left that we have to get away give away real quick, and it's uh, in honor of Kurt Suzuki, this Hawaiian shirt. It's a uh, Angels Hawaiian shirt right here. Uh, we'll give this away uh, if you guys can answer or gals can answer the question: Who was the oldest MLB player to finish, or what was the age and the oldest player to finish his career in the MLB? Let's see if we can get that.
2: Ooh,
0: First one. Albert
2: Pujols, 57?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Let's see, man. Let's see. Because, uh, you know, Albert Pujols is around 60 or something right now, but uh, we don't know for sure. Until yeah. so, we get the papers. Yeah. Show
2: me your birth certificate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. I have to go to the judges on this one, Fernando, Swilly. Uh-huh. Oh, no. What Ran- happened? Randy got it. Do we give him the shirt?
2: I mean, yeah, it's a give, it's a giveaway T-shirt. It's not like it was the salmon jersey.
0: Okay, okay.
4: Yeah, if it was a salmon I'll jersey, I would it. say no. But since it's yeah,
2: I'd be like, joking. no, Randy, that's for the fans. <laughs> oh yeah, not it's a Hawaiian shirt.
0: Okay, so yeah, I, I could see him rocking this. So there you go, Jamie Moyer. You know, he says he doesn't want the shirt. Oh my God! Uh, you, you get the shirt. Randy. You got the shirt. You, now. You're getting
2: it you whether you like photo. it or not. <laughs> Yeah, you have to take a photo wearing it at a yes, know, Bulldogs game. We'll buy you a ticket for the football game. <laughs> he
0: said. He says I All don't of want a sudden, it.
2: And there's an Irish man streaking on the field with nothing but a fig leaf and an Angels <laughs> shirt.
0: <laughs> and and Randy, I gotta talk Randy right now. Fuck, I don't want that fucking shirt. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Uh, oh man, dead.
0: well you yeah. could you could gift the you can gift the shirt away to somebody, Randy. Uh, Dosa Dilla wants it, so if uh if you want to give it to that person, then there you go. So that's up to you, man. Uh do you guys have another trivia question? You want me and then save the salmon one for before we get out of here? This is for the shirt? Yes, yeah, it's for the gray shirt. This is for that American uh, shirt right here. I, I mean I get, could
4: find one, but I don't have one off the yeah, top of my yeah. head.
2: Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I'm looking one up real quick. Uh, it's got to be a good one.
0: Yeah, it's got it's got to come through here. I don't know if it's showing up here. Uh, yeah, because it looks all like... right.
2: <laughs> MLB pitcher Kirby Yates pitched this many innings with the Angels for mm-hmm. his career.
0: Okay, you hear that? Kirby Yates pitched how many innings for his Angels career?
2: I sent you the answer.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right, so let's see what happens.
2: That one's going to be a pretty easy one to find. I mean, Kirby H is a pretty established major league closer.
0: Has he come back yet, by the way?
2: Uh, I think he came back for a short period of time this year and got hurt again. Oh, Yeah, he only pitched seven innings with Atlanta.
0: And we're still – we're getting – Different numbers here. This one's actually taking the longest right now. Is it? Oh, Ace got it. Yeah, 4, 43. Ace okay, got yeah. it.
2: Ace is probably the one who I figured would have gotten
0: it. Yeah, some people said 27. There was 47, 63, 3, 44, so.
2: Mateo put 4, right? I yeah, thought I saw a 4 there, <laughs> which is pretty close.
0: That was pretty close. But Ace swoops in for the victory. So she gets that like the one.
2: Answer one,
0: <laughs> one inning. It was one inning. You know what's funny about this? So far, we've had we've given away three three of the things we've given away. People give it to other people already. So, <laughs> so yeah, Love people it. like
2: being right. That's all. Some people just want to be it's right a pride. Thing. They don't really. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was the correct answer. It was only one inning. So wow. there you go. Ace gets that one, and then. Uh, anything else you guys want to get to uh, before we, because we, we, we could uh, always uh, draw them up, draw up the, uh, what is it called? The um, suspension or suspension. Oh, God, why can't the I? The suspense. Yeah, the suspense. The yeah.
2: Suspense. I'm, I'm trying to think here before we, we give away the uh, salmon, what else is there to talk about? We talked about, you know, any potential moves. Okay. So give me one really positive thing about this season. And one negative thing. Like, when you think back to the season in 10 years, what's one positive and mm. one negative thing you're going to remember? Let's start off with Swilly. I'll ooh. give you, like, a minute if you need to think. Um,
4: damn, that's hard. Uh, to be honest, uh, there's
3: <clears> –
4: <throat> I mean – I, I, it's tough because there. I feel like there are so there are a lot of like large negative things. Um, for me, one of the ones that I think of first, and and maybe I I stand alone on this, and that's totally fine. But I think looking back, um, I think that the Madden firing played a really big role in the way that the season ended up going. Um, And you guys know that I'm really big on like in like intangibles. Um, That's like something that I it frustrates me that more people don't talk about things like team chemistry, um, you know, things that you can't track. Right. And I think that internally that played a really big role in the way that things ended up going this season. Sure. The 14 game streak. Yeah, that for sure played a part. Uh, But I th- I think that letting him go cuz a lot of people thought he was the guy, right? So I think that that looking back 10 years from now thinking that we fired Joe Madden, I think I think that I don't know. I think it played a bigger part than some people might like to admit.
2: Okay. okay. What about a positive?
4: Uh a positive was that the worst part of our game this year was not our pitching. I think that our pitching uh, was actually pretty well or pretty well. It was, it was pretty good this year. Pretty good. Um, I, I have a few just, you know, random things written down. We did, we were top 10 in the league in ERA and hits allowed, which is great. Um, thinking that we had a three, seven, seven ERA. I, I, I'm, I was pretty surprised to see that number, um, but we, we were bottom 10 in almost every single hitting stat. Uh so, you know, I think the hit, the pitching this year greatly improved. We drafted all pitchers, one draft or not this past draft of the draft before. So I think the pitching this year was a big positive and I'm excited to see how things move in the future. Once our bullpen and our rotation have gelled more.
2: You know, and it's funny that you bring up like the bottom stats for the offense, because actually it's really just the final three spots. Like, that was the issue. It was the 7, 8, and 9 hole. Actually, I believe the Angels are one of only two teams this year to have three players with over 20 home runs. Really? Not the Yankees. Actually, I think the Yankees do now. Uh, but the Dodgers don't. The Giants don't. I think it's just the Angels and the Yankees that have three batters with over 20 home runs. Taylor Ward, wow. Mike mm-hmm. Trout shohei otani
4: wow that's an interesting stat
2: interesting yeah the angels have been very front-loaded with their lineup it's you know the beginning was never the issue even the top four guys five guys even weren't the issue but yeah it was just it was the velasquez at the bottom you know trying to replace you know david fletcher in that lineup
4: We were so hung up on him and it was so frustrating and going off of that point too, I I do agree that the seven, eight, nine was an issue a hundred percent, but I also don't think, and I don't know if this is Nevin, I don't know who this is, but our, we were not allowing the batting order to gel at all. Mm -hmm. We were the sweet, we were second in the league with the amount of players on our roster with sixty five. We had 65 different players on our 40 man roster at one time. Jeez. To me, that screams no no chemistry, no no time to to gel, figure out, okay, this is who bats in front of me, this is who who bats behind me. That's huge. And I also think that having so many middle infielders played a part in that as well. The middle infield is a huge part of your field. I mean, this, we we're talking about the shortstop position. That's arguably one of the most... I mean, they're all important, but shortstop is huge. So I I do agree. Definitely bottom half of the lineup, but we couldn't trust anybody to just hang out there for a little bit and get some at-bats and just gel.
2: And, And you know what it boils right back down to? Everything you said is absolutely correct. You know, the frustration was very valid. But what it really boils down to... You've said it, I've said it, even on the first podcast where you you joined us, Mm -hmm. uh, we had both said it's an organization that does not have a sense of direction. And it was put on full display this season because if this organization had a sense of direction, they wouldn't have jumped around to 60 different guys. You know, they're over here throwing roster spots like they're Oprah Winfrey. Right. You know, you get a chance on the 40 man. You get a chance. You get a chance. You know, they went after guys like Jonathan VR. They claimed him off the waiver wire. How'd that work out for him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this organization just loves to do that. And you know what? Near the end of the season, there started being a little bit of success. Why? Because you went all in on guys like Ren Hipo. You went all in Mm -hmm. on guys like Adele. You went all in on guys like Soto. You gave right. the young kids an opportunity, and some good things happened. I've That's said fair. it since last season. Nowadays, you can't buy a team; you truly have to build one. You can definitely buy and clog some gaps with the free agent market, but you have to build a winning culture from within. I agree. I agree.
4: Also, how how demoralizing to be moved up and down
2: like five times in a season? Yeah, and then not get cl- and not get claimed like. Like, look at Mike Myers. He's been, what, DFA twice and he didn't get claimed <laughs> either time?
0: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Gotta yeah, be rough. They did something with him that was shocking and made him, making him a starter, and he actually did all right. So, we'll see. Maybe that helps him get another contract moving forward with somebody else. I'd be shocked if he came back with all the pitching we have. So. No. But um my, my uh, know this
2: organization, man.
0: Yeah. My my uh I can go two ways about it. The fourteen game losing streak was demoralizing and Squiddy Poo Um <laughs> him for me well, was Which the, one of those was your positive? Well those, well, those, was, those Yeah, you
4: to be one positive, one negative.
0: <laughs> I'm going two negatives, <laughs> two one positive. <laughs> two, negatives. <laughs> two negatives, one positive.
3: Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah okay. I'm gonna cheat on this one. Um uh, <laughs> I couldn't quite decide. I can't stand Squiddy Poo Every time I see him in the batters box, I get angry. I just get angry because I see a hitter that really doesn't give a fuck and is abusing his right to be a major league baseball hitter. And and, and it's like if he hadn't got hurt, I wonder how many more at bats he would have. I mean, he was having a ton of at bats more than guys that were producing off the bench, and it was it was getting annoying seeing the fact that okay, I can see if you start him, you know, or if you play him uh in the end of games for defensive purposes, I get it. Yeah. But we were playing this dude whole games. He was taking away at bats from guys, and then when it came down to a situation where we needed a big hit, Stassi was right in front of him, or Suzuki was right in front of him. We we had no problems pinch hitting for them. <laughs> but Squiddy poo we yeah. leave him the at bat with two outs and two on in a in a one run game. It made no sense when the guy had so many holes through his uh, his at bat. I mean, his his bat disappeared more than some of the stuff I've been showing on the uh, on this on this. Uh, live with a, with a green screen. I mean it just it it turned away when he would swing. I mean it was terrible. Yeah. And 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 the one thing that made me I look, every I had a lot of angry moments this year at this team for just <laughs> just reasons. But well, that game, did. that game when he broke the losing streak and he hit that home run. You've just lost 14 games in a row. You have a batting average at that point that was in the you know 180s. You got lucky and hit a hanging curveball into the right field's uh, bleachers to pretty much put the game away against Boston. What does this asshole do with no proven resume all year? He looks back with a cocky stare at his. At his dugout, like, yeah, that's me. That's <laughs> me. That's Ew. all me. Yeah. And he
2: like yeah. points. At, he like points at the clubhouse.
0: Yeah, I I was done right there, bro. I mean, if I was at the stadium, I would have jumped over the. Fin- I would have. I would have tried to hit him like that. And then, uh, you know, I would have pulled a Bobby Wagner on that guy that uh, he hit at the sofa. the other day. Oh
4: night. my God. Oh, God, that was amazing. <laughs> I would
0: have did that with yeah, freaking. uh, <laughs> you know, poo. With Squiddy poo. You would have so knocked
2: angry. him on his ass. Too, I would have. Probably. <laughs> I would
0: have. Yeah, but, the guy uh, weighs
2: like. The guy barely – actually, he he ended up not hitting his weight. I think he weighs, like, 210. He was in the – I think he's was batting one eight, 196.
0: 196, yeah. I mean – And come
2: somehow on. he squeaked out 349 plate appearances and 125 games.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh So you're playing – played 125 games, <laughs> and this Holy guy shit. batted 196 and had an on-base percentage of
0: 236. You see why I didn't like him? You see why he made me angry? Because at least if he's walking, or at least if he's bunting and, right. and, and putting the ball in play, I'm happy with it. He didn't do none of that. He only walked 15 times.
2: <laughs> he walked 15, 15 times? times?
4: And he had a starting position on a professional baseball team, and he walked 15 times.
0: Exactly. All right.
2: Which one of you guys is going to guess how many strikeouts he, he got this year? How many oh, times Jesus. did Squiddy Poo strike out this season?
4: You said he had how many plate appearances?
2: Uh, He had 349 plate appearances. He only had 322 at-bats.
4: Oh, right, because of the 15 walks, right?
2: Yeah, so uh- that's am <laughs> <from your>
4: perspective. <laughs> Dang, I'm, I'm going to go like... Hey,
2: Anfielder's I'm, choices.
4: I'm going to go like... I'm going to be... Oof. I'm going to go like 90...
0: I'm gonna do the prices Hi. Right, eighty nine,
2: <laughs> one nineteen. Whoa! Whoa. I was go- oh man, I,
4: I, I underestimated him. Overestimated.
2: Him? It, it really <laughs> puts it in a perspective. You know, I am nobody to talk about anyone getting an opportunity in the major leagues. You know what, man? Good for him. Get get paid, brother. But you know, when you have guys like Soto. God, even guys like Zach Neto. I guarantee you Zach Neto is going is to walk more than 15 times.
0: Well, let's put it to you in perspective. And then they don't build him like this anymore. But I saw a stat the other day when Judge struck out for his 167th time this year. Uh, Tony Gwynn for his career struck out 167 times. So.
2: Wow. Out, I thought he struck out like two-something in his career.
0: No, nah, 167, dude. That's that's, that's content. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean Tony Gwynn Jr was the best, you know, we're starting that, Tony Gwynn Sr, sorry. Yeah. Was one of the best pure hitters we've ever seen. You know, the guy could hit anything. We're
0: we're just looking for a hitter that can do the fraction of what he did. Just a fraction. Not even not even yeah. like half, you know, cuz it's like impossible, but just contact here and there. I mean, Squiddy yeah, Squiddy Poo. a no
4: chance. I mean, I'm curious as well how many of those are looking and how many of them are swinging, but
0: well that's, well, that's the other thing I will say. The I wish Randy brought this up, and I think Fernando did too. They said this year we wish we kept a stat on how many times we gave the uh, Nacho Night Award away for how many uh, hat-trick <laughs> strikeouts or golden sombreros. This team led the league easily in strikeouts. It was, it yes, was pretty did. embarrassing.
4: Yep. Led the league.
0: But I will say my positives, I'll just sum it up real quick. It's got to be Otani. Got to be Otani. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, Otani, you know, last year we saw the greatest single season by a player. This year, he outdid himself. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, I made a tweet a couple days ago. For any of you guys who are wrestling fans, the Undertaker was what? 21-0 at WrestleMania at one point. He was undefeated. The dead man was Mr. WrestleMania. 21-0. Paul Heyman, who used to be Brock Lesnar's manager, was always talking about Oh, you know, Brock Lesnar is going to break the streak. Brock Lesnar is the one. I tweeted that Otani is the one. He is the exception. You know, Aaron Judge, I'll tip my captain. He did something cool. You know, he he got a what? A triple crown, I believe. He ended up doing it.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: He did end up doing it. He ended up doing it. But you know what? I've seen a triple crown in my lifetime. I'm not going to say it's not impressive, but I've seen a triple crown in my lifetime i've never seen what i saw shohei do over 30 home runs and uh, over what was it 15 wins yeah. Oh, yeah. and 15 wins
0: should have been and 16 over
2: 150 innings pitched yep so what more can can you want out of a baseball player you know And that's the beauty in baseball. Any baseball fan, and I don't mean anybody who can sit down and watch a baseball game. I mean anybody who listens to our shows, follows this page, and just follows this team religiously will understand what I'm saying. Baseball is the most beautiful game on the planet because it's one of the only games where you consistently see things that are impossible. Shohei Otani is impossible. We (laughs) never, ever thought that we'd see what we are seeing out of him, and he keeps on breaking the barriers on what a human can do and what his potential is. He is out of this world, man. It's such a privilege to watch Otani, and I can legitimately tell you as a true baseball fan, I don't care if he was a, a Padre, a Mariner, hell, even a Yankee or a Dodger, I would still always respect
0: Tony. Agree.
4: How can you not? He on and off the field, he is like just a breath of fresh air and just so so <laughs> humble and so yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I don't care what uniform he has on. He's still one of one. And the one Absolutely. per the one person that he gets compared to is Babe Ruth. <laughs> And he's yeah. better than Babe Ruth by a long shot.
2: and I hate how people won't let that go. People are like, oh, I don't know. He's is he as good as Babe Ruth? Oh, well, they do oh, Come God. On. We're, we're completely different planes. Yeah, let's
0: see yeah. what let's see what happens if if Otani tries to, before a game like Babe Ruth did, smoke a cigar, drink some whiskey, and eat a couple <laughs> hot dogs. Let's see his performance that day, how it would change because i mean you can get know, away with no
2: knowing Otani.
0: <laughs> well you can get away with that back in the day but you can't get away with that nowadays he's facing the best of the best from not just this country not just from ohio from all over the world so otani's by far the greatest and like swilly was saying he's a great guy he jokes around when he hits somebody he's like oh i'm sorry he tips his hat yeah. very humble um, he, yep. you know, he jokes around with the catchers. Well, you know, like he, you know, said earlier, I think Swilly said it too. He was like, "Hey, it's all right. You know, I give up the no hitter. Let's get back to the game. That's cool." And, and and I think that's why the the fans love him so much. That's why the players love him so much. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with this guy right now.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's, and he played. He's, so, he's so much fun to watch story.
0: too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah. I think he, he, he had, only missed he, like five or six games. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because he was forced to miss those games, right?
0: Yeah. They sat him on purpose. It wasn't because he wanted to. Because if you, if from what we've heard, what we've been told, it's like you got to pretty much force him to sit out. He doesn't want to, you know, sit out. So,
2: yeah. I mean, the fact that for two years we've been privileged enough to see a healthy Otani, uh, that alone has to go, you can't go unnoticed. Mm -hmm. I mean, We know the kind of work that that guy puts into everything. You know, if you show up early in an Angels game during batting practice, for like the 10, 15 minutes you actually get to see them before, you know, the away team takes the field, Otani is out there throwing. I hardly ever went to an Angels game, and so I'll show you Otani just not doing anything. Sure, sometimes he might not have been out, but most of the time he was out there throwing with Ipe or, you know, working with Matt Wise in the bullpen, something.
0: I agree. I agree. So, did we, did we but, agree oh, on My a, negative. Oh, you're negative. I'm sorry. Oh,
2: oh right. Right. Otani oh, was your positive.
0: Streak.
2: That's right. Yeah, Otani was my positive. 14-game losing streak was the negative. I mean, talk about a historic losing streak and talk about something that defines the season. I mean, you know, if you take out the 14-game losing streak, we're talking about a different season.
3: Yeah. It
2: might not have been a playoff season, but there's a big difference between finishing over 500 or close to 500 and just landing on your face again.
0: I agree. Yep. Well, let's let's get to the coupe de gras. Do we come up with something that we're going to offer here as far as a question? Make this hard or what? Make this hard. Come on, keep your. Come on, come on, dude. Let's keep, let's keep it PG here. I wasn't even
2: thinking about the you sicko. I was We we have Hunter. Out. A <laughs> oh, yeah, so there's I'm a
0: lady in, Hunter, in the
2: Hunter, room. The Please, thank you.
0: Yeah, Fernando. God damn it. <laughs>
2: You're the one who was thinking like that, brother. I'm trying to think of a question here. Uh-huh. I'm trying to be a productive member of society.
0: Sure you are. I'm sitting in
2: Georgia.
3: mm
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Let's see. Uh, and this is for a good prize. Yeah, this is I for an excellente win,
0: prize.
4: For real? No.
0: This this jersey literally will cost whoever wins it if they were to pay out of pocket 150 bucks. Oh, what? Yeah, so this is this is a good this is a good hookup that I have. That's why I'm giving it away because it's a promotional deal. Because otherwise, I keep it myself. I already have one, but I'd still keep it because it's it's legit. I mean, most jerseys and knockoffs they don't have the numbers on the front, they don't have the patches, but this has the year from you know they had the 125 years of baseball. It's got it's it's a Nike jersey, so I mean it's legit. It's really legit.
2: Oh. Uh...
4: I mean, should it Work. be angels-related or should it be non-angels-related? Should it be Tim Salmon-related?
2: I have one about Artie Moreno, but, I mean, I, it might be easy. Mm.
0: See, we, we need we need something difficult to where it's not like everybody answers at the same time. We need someone, right. We need one of those uh, ones where it could be like sort of a – this is where the show prep comes in, so that's on me. <laughs> yeah, right?
2: <laughs> I was in a car. <laughs>
0: I was supposed Where to be to prepared. Roger
2: go to elementary school. <laughs> I know he's told us like a thousand times. I just forget. I'm the pride of Catella High School. Oh, oh. He's a pride of uh, what Cerritos High. Yeah. I was a
0: leprechaun. <laughs>
3: oh my god.
2: He's on the Fuller House Wikipedia page. Oh my gosh. How? <laughs> Born in Fontana. With
0: Helio Chavez. Oh, here I got I got a really good one, but it's obscure. I don't know if anyone. Okay, hey,
2: it. hey, I mean, l- let's give it a shot, right?
0: Yeah, let's give it a shot. I mean, if no one else has got anything, I'll roll with this one. Yeah, I've
2: got nothing.
0: Okay, I have nothing. All right, here we go. This is for the Tim Salmon jersey.
4: If I get it right, though,
0: okay. I win. Okay,
3: I'm fine. I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> I'm <going to laughs> do hey, no, I'm I really it. want okay. it. Uh, well, I do. I do. Uh. I do I'm, I'm gonna get some more promotional jerseys and I'm gonna hand them out to our staff too because you guys deserve you guys have done a good job this year so obviously uh, I want to get one out to Fernando so you yeah, know Fernando for sure absolutely um, so the question is this what pitcher gave up the most home runs to Willie Mays
3: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: okay. babe Ruth. <laughs> I,
2: I, I can't even pretend i
0: know this yeah well Grillmasters, like make a question nobody knows well that's
2: Ooh, there you anymore. go yeah. grill master yeah you got your make a question not even willie mays himself no
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's see if you can get it so the question again is what pitcher gave up the most home runs to willie mays in his career the first ones that are coming in is drysdale jimmy oh my goodness Adosa dilla Knocks it out of the ballpark. Worn spawn is the answer. There you go. So congratulations, A Dilla. You get your Tim Salmon jersey.
2: There you go. Congratulations. Yes. Love to see it.
0: Yes. Thank you for thank you for everybody participating all year. And, and next year, me and Fernando for the podcast possibly will have stuff to give away on the podcast. So you could win in the comments next year, and then also for the post games, we're going to have more stuff. This year was really difficult because there was a lot going on. Fernando was moving. Um, you know, he, he had a, the job situation. I had a job situation. I had all kinds of crazy drama. So we really didn't keep up with the prizes like we did the previous year. But next season, we promised it's going to roll a lot better. We have a sponsor and possibly another one coming aboard. So things things are going to be looking up for the 2023 season and uh hopefully you i have guys... two more
2: potential sponsors too so
0: see there you go so wow. Fern- fernando's been working it fernando's also been working all the interviews i mean the scott spezio one you know swilly knocked it out of the park with fernando i just chimed in every now and then um he's gotten he all these too
4: starstruck
0: yeah i was i was you thought i was you starstruck were. with gooby i was just t- my legs <laughs> are going crazy so oh,
2: I love you guys got to get better with that man with what you
3: said I was good. With
2: no, I'm saying with not getting so starstruck. I mean, no, you were good, but I mean, you know, you were still starstruck. <laughs> like people that I watched when I was like
4: like nine years old.
3: But <laughs> yeah. see, when
2: you get really cool with them, then you're texting with Scott Spezio right. about what's happening for the Angels game.
0: See? Right. That's you fair. just follow
2: me on Instagram today. I, I you know I did fanboy a little bit about that. Wow, that's you know? sick.
0: Well, it is oh, pretty he cool because me on my personal page, <laughs> <That's> sick. <laughs> you... I
4: mean, he did say he would come back. Yeah, yeah staff.
0: we he may have say. an opening hopefully if Nevin opens his eyes. That would be insane. I was texting Mark Sweeney a couple
2: days ago about if he thought that Phil Nevin was going to come back. He didn't give me any kind of insight, but he sure. was like, I hope he comes back. Because well, they were obviously teammates back on the Padres, and hey, Phil right. so never came back, so
4: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Everybody
4: likes Nevin, so
0: <laughs> yeah. He I what I hear, <laughs> I just didn't like how he <laughs> handled the the lineup, but it's all good. I mean, like again, if he could work wonders next year, a win's a win. I don't really, I really don't care. So it's all good with that. Right. But uh, but there you closing go. Closing remarks. Yeah, closing remarks. Anybody? Ooh,
4: closing remarks. Is there anything that I didn't talk about? Hmm. I mean, I guess we didn't really talk much about Otani's new contract, right? I mean, maybe you guys yeah. talked about it at a different time, <clears throat> but
2: we did one not. One year,
4: 30 mil, biggest pay bump in, in an arbitration year ever. Like, how are we feeling? We feeling good? We feeling not sure?
2: Honestly, crazy. I kind of wanted to see what an arbitration hearing with a, with Otani would have looked like. Like, could you imagine the him being like, "I'm worth sixty million dollars," and the team being like, "You're not worth that. Nobody's worth <laughs> that," and him being like, "I don't know. Nobody's ever done what I've ever what I've done before," and the team's kind of like, Ugh. Right.
0: <laughs> "What can I say to
2: that?" Like, literally, there's no amount of money that he probably couldn't have made an argument for because he's the one,
4: right. But they settled on thirty million, which I've told you guys. It, it seems it seems low to me. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of money, but I, well, mean, I mean,
2: it is the highest arbitration eligible, you know, yes. salary ever given. You know, it blew Mookie Betts' money out of the water. But I mean, right. Mookie Betts is proving that he's not the superstar compared to Mike Trout. It's not, you know, he's kind of phasing phasing out
0: right it it was basically a um, it was basically an opportunity for thus to have good faith with him with and his staff and his you know people his camp his camp and I think it's gonna work out in the long run and uh, yeah. like Landon wants me to do the uh, Roger Lodge in honor of it but uh, yeah when when Roger found out he got that 30 million because it's gonna open up it's gonna give us exclusive rights to him. And get bias a little bit more time, but uh, basically, Roger was like, "Oh, Tony oh yeah, we got thirty million. Oh, I got thirty more reasons to come up into the plate with you, buddy." So, oh god, so, that was great. <laughs> I, I think I think that's what it is right now. You you've got you've got good faith with Otani, and I think what's going to happen is, and I I see where Swilly's saying thirty million is low, but um. I think we're going to see upwards to forty to fifty with him, in the, in the long I, run. I agree. Yeah,
4: I agree. Although I don't know about how many years.
0: That's the big question. Yeah. That's the big question because yeah. if you're looking at let's say let's just say fifty million for the whole you know per year, and they're playing they're paying two players for the price of one, mm-hmm. um, or they're they're paying for two players, but you know you know what I mean. Uh, it's late. Uh, <laughs> it's late. Yeah, it's it been is. a long it, season. It sure has. But if you do, if you do the math, I mean, already was six years, that's three hundred million right there. So if you're looking to lock up the unicorn long term, that's going to cost you some money. That's five hundred million for ten years.
2: Wow Yeah, I I have no. I can't even pretend to tell you that I know what an Otani extension would look like. Do you guys think that if there is an Otani extension happening? It happens this offseason, this off season, Or do you think he waits to see how this year goes? Mm. This year meaning twenty twenty three.
4: I don't I don't think it happens any earlier than maybe the trade deadline. I don't think this okay. off season though.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's 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 got well actually you know what, I think they're I think they're gonna try to lock him up for the season. I think that's gonna be their number one priority. They they try. almost have to. Yeah. Yeah
4: try for
2: sure
0: so speaking of the offseason
2: will the angels have a new owner set by the start of opening day no
4: i wish so bad but i don't
2: think so okay so you guys don't think there'll be an owner because i know the owner won't officially own the team yet because obviously it takes what like almost a full year it's like eight or nine months to officially acquire the team so you guys don't even think there'll be somebody set to buy the team By opening day. Go ahead, Sully.
4: No, I'm I'm thinking I because because I think something that plays a part too is that there is another MLB team for sale, and I know that they are going to want to they're going to want to hurry along one of them because they don't want two for sale at one time. So, which one is it? Is it the more appealing one with you know Trout, Notani in Southern California, or is it the latter?
2: I Don't know. Um, I'm I'm hopeful, but you also have the Phoenix Suns for sale, and that's another thing, right? You know, different sport, yes. But I mean, they're also going for projected three million dollars, three billion dollars. Sorry, so I mean, that's you know, three organizations there, two of them in baseball, one of them in basketball. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a lot of money, potentially nine billion dollars.
0: I can't see be, the Suns being worth that much to be honest with you. NBA has lost a lot of revenue. So I I wouldn't have guessed that, but okay. Um, they have a pretty I'm stacked roster
4: them. now. The last couple yeah. of years, they've been fairly competitive, and I think that's why. In the past, yeah, the Who have the Suns been? But they have some big names now, so it kind of makes sense well, why so, it's so high. But
0: yeah, I I get that point. Then Sonia says they're not gonna. They're not in a big hairy. To sell in uh, in um, Washington, Washington, so that could be um, an advantage for the Angels. But I do know we will hear a lot of rumors. Uh, yeah. It will be a bad sign though if we see Moreno uh, walking around spring training with a uh, open glass of whiskey then we're going to be like, ah, shit, he's here for another year. So he's
2: getting settled yeah. in. Yeah. Bad for us fans. Good for other fans.
0: Yes. If yes, it, exactly.
4: <laughs> Good for the AL West, right? <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. Well.
4: I don't know. I think I think Otani's contract might play a part, too, because that's going to drastically change the value of the team. So maybe that plays a part as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i hopeful, but I I don't think so.
2: There's just so many question marks, guys. So yeah. many. It's the good be news a crazy off season. I agree. The good news is we have a whole off season to answer these questions. The bad news, we have a whole off season to answer these questions. <laughs>
3: right. So a lot can
0: happen. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, we'll have a, we'll definitely have a lot to talk about. Like I brought up on the post game, we're going to be doing player profiles, probably more oh, interviews. Fun. And uh, we'll probably have you know when when breaking news happens, we'll get in on a free agent or uh, big news that happens maybe with ownership. So we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, she really wants to hop on the Zach Meadow interview, by the way. So okay. yes, she I would was love us, that. So She's like, if I could come on that one. So
4: <laughs> I mean, really, really, <laughs> all of them. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed the Scott Spezio one. I mean, I feel like that was kind of a. Maybe not super tall order for my very first one, but I mean, I you know, so I, I no, would we, love that.
2: We dropped you on the deep end.
4: You did. You t- <laughs> what? Did you tell me morning of or day before? I forget.
2: I think it was the day before. I was like, "Yo, I, I might need you to fill in here because you know, Dominic couldn't do it. Nobody else could do it. Todd yeah. was, you know, not going to be able to be a primary. So I'll, you know, like I, I've done interviews by myself." but it's a lot it be, uh, better when you have a second person to kind of, you know, help bounce off navigate of. the interview. Yeah. Bounce off of things. Yeah. You know, especially with one person. It typically doesn't last as long.
0: Yeah. Cause Fernando, Fernando does a good job when we do interviews, like Fernando will have like a, like a list of questions that he'll either go off of or, you know, jump around to and stuff like that. So he's pretty organized. I, on the other hand, I'm lazy. I'll just play off of whatever happens. Or if, if a certain thing pops to my mind, I'll, and interject with that, I might get some stats here and there to follow it with. But Fernando does a really good job of of, of conducting the interview, and I sort of we'd have a good Evan flow, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be like, hey, so Scott, what was it like to you know hit that home run? And Todd would be like, are you a basket or a cart guy at all? <laughs> 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 Which one? Do like what happens if like you have a basket and like you you run out of room, you get a second basket. That's what I thought. See? Thanks, Scott. See? All right, Fernando, back to you. <laughs> it, it really is like that with Todd. That's I'm not so that funny. bad. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You're not going around asking people the Chipotle orders. I'm
0: so. like, paper or plastic, <laughs> which is it?
2: There you go. Yeah, it's weird because in Texas, that's actually a choice. I don't think there's a lot of California grocery stores where they let you pick paper or plastic anymore, right? Because you have to pay for the bags now. <laughs> no. I don't think Which, so Which by the way I prefer the 10 cent bags Over the free bags in Texas. Yeah Because absolutely. the free bags They like rip You know what I mean You you have your milk in there And you like sneeze too hard And all of a sudden It just goes through the bag At least for the 10 cent bags They last Yeah That's all I'm saying
0: I disagree <sighs> I don't like paying for stuff That was once free You know Call me no. crazy I enjoy well, I enjoy my...
2: Where they charge like 35 cents For a bag And they don't even do plastic and it's 35 cents to 50 cents and it has to be a reusable
0: bag a oh, true reusable God. bag And you wonder why people move to the Midwest
2: <laughs> Because
0: yeah. they don't
4: want to pay for grocery bags exactly
0: that's one. Just that's one. it
4: right
2: there.
3: <laughs> that's it there you, go.
2: you know, it's bad because I uh, when I was in uh, Alabama When I because uh, so I drove so what, what what What? day was the time was it yesterday
0: day before yesterday?
2: Yeah, I was so obviously I live in Roy City, Texas, which is you know in, uh, about thirty minutes out of Dallas. Drove there to Louisiana, to Mississippi, to Alabama, through Florida, and I stayed on the bottom tip of Georgia. And then today, I basically just went up to Savannah, and now I'm basically like on the outskirts of Atlanta, Alabama border. And like I stopped in Alabama to get gas yesterday. And I was like, "What? Three fifteen? Gas is expensive." So you know, your perspective definitely changes.
3: It does.
0: Yeah, it's oh, it's yeah. funny. Even when you're leaving Arizona, and you're going oh, back yeah. into California, it says last chance to get good gas prices.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, and before you hit Blythe.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Blythe. Yeah. Yeah, Blythe is a scary place. It is, <laughs> yeah, is kind I, of scary. I stopped at the pilot station there. at The, the pilot truck stop there mm-hmm. more times than I care to admit.
0: People disappear over there just saying. So. Yeah, yeah like the Angels
2: winning seasons.
0: <laughs> Ooh, good one. Uh, Artie, did you ever disappear
2: there? There's no way you've never made that drive, Artie. <laughs> we should take him to Blythe.
0: Yeah, we, we can get him lost out there. It. Give him a bottle <laughs> of scotch in <laughs> that heat.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just like that. The FBI's on our coattails.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Oh, real quick, Mappadingo loves the pixelated stuff. Again, that's something that I'm gonna try to fix for next season, either with a new system here where we could broadcast on all media, or we're just gonna do YouTube exclusive. So there's that for next season. Or we can
2: get a new tech guy.
0: (sighs) That too, but I've looked into it, dude. The, The the internet's not the problem. Surprise, surprise. I think it's the program I'm using, Lula. So if if we can come up with a better program, then that'd be nice. But mm. no maybe dis- you can
2: rewrite a program, Todd.
0: Oh yeah, because I'm, I'm that smart, right?
2: <laughs> hey, has nothing to do with smart. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg is that smart? is he yes. He's but... a robot. He's A robot. <laughs> yes. So.
0: See, Swilly knows.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's on. a robot. Well, well, am I missing out on these
0: on this meme? Well, have you have you just looked it's at the just, guy?
4: It's just common knowledge. It's just you look at him and you're like, oh yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, I watched He's the an NPC for where, sure where his
2: friend was was banging Brenda's song, but that wasn't the real Mark Zuckerberg.
0: <laughs> Which is the real Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> We're not
2: sure. Yeah, right. With the real Mark, please stand up.
0: <laughs> Randy's like, they're all robots.
2: All of them. Fuck them.
3: There you go. <laughs> there We're we all go.
2: robots, Randy.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right,
2: as well. Simulation. (laughs) What?
0: I've gotten, uh, I think I've done my time for tonight. You guys got anything else?
2: Nope. Uh, I said my piece. I I got a closing remark for the fans. Go for it. Thank you. Thank you guys for all you guys do to to give us a voice and give us an opportunity to talk about the team. I mean, we've thanked you guys more times than we could count. But, you know, I, I think even with all that being said, we still owe you guys like another million thank yous. You know, I'm not going to say that this is the biggest Angels page, and I'm not going to lie and say that it's the best Angels page. You know, do we always post the lineups or the post-game scores? No. But what we do do is cover the team unbiasedly. You know, we're a real representation of the raw emotions of fan feels during a game. Todd can go on the post-game show, throw F-bombs because our blow pen ended the season with the loss, and you guys come here because of that actually. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We lost like that and got swept, but Hey, could we have had it nice. any other way this season? It was a perfect encapsulation of what this season was in three games. It was a tough season, but you know what? We made it. It's he over. Did. And though I can be excited, I, you know what? I'll be happy for the next week that the season's over, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to wake up in a couple of days And I'm going to wake up sad because this team and this game is what I truly care about. The season officially ends for me when the Dodgers get eliminated. After that, it's going to hit me really hard that Angels baseball is done until next year. 2023 could be an entirely different situation, guys. I mean, we saw what happened from 2019 to 2020. A couple months, our lives completely changed. So I don't know what's going to happen in four or five months when we're getting ready for spring training. You know, I, I, I'm looking forward to see what happens when that does come. Maybe we have a new owner waiting in the wings. Maybe we have a new shortstop. Maybe we have a re-signed Otani. But you know what? Now we have the offseason to talk about it. We're super excited you guys are here along for the ride. We truly do this because we love talking about the team. You know, do we have fun along the way? Absolutely. You know, you guys make this page fun for me you know todd swilly jt everybody all the way from the top to the bottom you know randy james andrew you name it everyone here makes talking baseball fun some of us have been here from the beginning and some people you know pop their heads in when we invite them like swilly and no matter what we're happy that everyone here is along for the ride so i can keep talking for the next two hours but i'll have to cut myself off just thanks guys and Keep it tuned in this offseason. I promise we got some interviews booked. Like I said, uh, uh, Quero, uh, Zach Meadow, Watson Jr. from the 66ers are are, uh, scheduled to come on here in the next week or two. So we'll get those out, and yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's going to be a fun offseason, hopefully, and uh, it's going to be a great season next year because – we are really, you know, again, this, this page has blown up within the last year and a half. And I think, um, you know, we've extended to Twitter. Uh, he's doing a great job over there at Twitter. So we got new things. We got new plans. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to have a lot more giveaways next year and, uh, tailgates, uh, hopefully a softball game this year, we're tr- but that might have to wait till next year. So we'll see. Uh, but, uh, but a- anyway, um, that's all I got, too. You know, I just appreciate everybody that's jumped on in the post game, and been there and, and messaging and following the team with us. It's been hard at times. The numbers have dropped, but we were we were up there pretty high when the team was doing good, and that's to be expected. So we're hoping that that could be the, the uh, outcome next year. A better team, uh, better staff. Uh, Papa John's, let's do this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I look forward to, you know, the new season, turning on anchor again and seeing, you know, 2,000 listens.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I,
2: I'm looking forward to those games, those days again because I mean, turning on the anchor app and seeing that 150 people listened <laughs> is not the bee's knees. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially with all the time that comes into editing and everything. But uh, hey, thanks to the sponsors for sticking it out, man, because we're a long way away from the 2,000 listen days. You know, we hit them every so often. Like we'll have like an episode that like randomly gets like 700 listens again, even though the team sucks. You're like, what? Okay, well, whatever.
0: Yeah comes out of nowhere but we'll get back to it man things will be better
2: willie do you have anything to say as a you know as an honorary member
4: honorary member that's so nice i mean i'm really glad that our paths crossed and you know i do love how unbiased we all are we're all harsh because we care and because we love this team um and yeah i just i appreciate you guys uh letting me join you honorary member that means a lot to me and you guys know all I want to do is talk baseball and I'm glad it's with you guys so appreciate it and yeah I'm excited for the off season and next year and the season is behind us it's in the past so you know we just take it for what it is and move on and yeah but I appreciate everything that you guys have done
0: cool awesome well, those are good words to finish it out. So uh, for Todd Fox, and who else? Fernando Mendez,
2: the Lone Star Halo.
0: The Lone Star Halo. And all the way from Parts Unknown.
2: Parts Unknown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in your SoCal. Local,
4: your local Orange County Angels fan. Swilly, there that's you me. Go,
0: Swilly.
2: <laughs> Have a follow, good night, Follow everybody. her on
0: TikTok. There you go.
4: Yeah, follow me on TikTok if you want. Really on everything.
0: There you go.